Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Today we're back here at the Dean Love Studio with another amazing guest. Second time coming back around, a Sheikh Al Alama. Sheikhana, one of my long term uh, mentors and teachers, Muhammad Susi. Uh, welcome to the to the podcast, Sheikh. It's great to be here. How are you feeling? Magnificent, mashallah. Mashallah. With a capital M. <laughs> With a capital M. <laughs> mashallah. Today we're going to be continuing our series of relationships. Relationships, which is you know one of the most important things. At Dean Love, we focus on three types of love. Loving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, loving yourself, and loving each other. And this component in this podcast is going to be about how we can love one another, especially the most important human relationship, a man and his wife, and a wife and her husband. I mean, very, very important relationships. And today we're about to get into it, marriage a little bit of premarital uh, during uh, the marriage process and after how to maintain and really uh, keep your marriage uh, uh, fruitful in the long run. Uh, Sheikh, how important is marriage? And, and should we even be getting married? Bismillah, alhamdulillah, salatu salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala amma ba'd. Of course, subhanallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created us for marriage, for procreation. Subhanallah. So, there are two like we discussed last time is there are two major decisions that you're going to make in your life and the first one is to worship Allah properly subhanallah and yeah. to get married yes. is one of the most important if not the two most important decisions you'll ever make in your life that's so true and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created us for both of those so mm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he created us to worship him oh yeah and وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ I've surely created the jinn and the ins for the sole purpose of worship. Yes. And then, subhanAllah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala قَالْ إِنِّي جَاعِلٌ فِي الْأَرْضِ خَلِيفَةً قُلْ يَا أَيُّهَا النَّاسُ عَبُودُ رَبَّكُمْ لَذِي خَلَقَكُمْ وَالَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ لَعَلَكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ And another ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, uh, mm. So these two verses, Allah yes. subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking to humanity. The first one, Abdullah ladi khalaqakum waladina min qablikum la'allakum tattaqun. You know, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala worship Allah the creator. And Allah is talking to all of humanity. He says, yes. the He's talking to people all in general. Mankind, yeah. This is all of mankind. Allah mm -hmm. is calling them. So first, we have to start. That we come to the call that there's one creator. Yeah. That it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In mm -hmm. the next verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is speaking to human beings as well. To an-nas, yukhatibun nas, humans in general. And he says that Allah has created you. Fear Allah that has created you. Uh, from one soul. Yeah. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created from this one soul, its mate. Its mate. That's very important. And then from there, he has sent out many prodigy men and women Subhanallah. Um, on this earth. Mm. So these are the two purposes. And if you look at these verses, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala starts them out the same. He says, Both of them. Yeah. So marriage is extremely important because oh, yeah. this is how we continue this khilafah on earth. Mm. So true. And you want me to be brief in my answers, inshallah. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Sheikh. I'm well not going to just go on and on and on. I'm not going to give you the whole well tafsir uh, tonight, inshallah. Well done, Sheikh. Uh, beautiful answer. Sheikh, there's a, uh, a big attack on marriage. No. We, we live in an Muslim society. Hmm. Marriage and motherhood, there is a big attack on it. And you know, a lot of the liberal secular movement uh, considers marriage and motherhood to be a form of prison hmm. uh, held by the patriarchy. What are your thoughts on that? And hmm. how does a Muslim sister or brother navigate through this? Okay, let's just look at what is said and what's being done. Yeah. Okay, so if you look at these women yeah. that say, 
okay, yeah, I don't want to have a man. I don't want to have a husband. Yeah. Why do they want to have a child? Mm. Okay. It's already been proven in sociology yeah. that men yeah. and women are the best way to raise a child. Of course. It is not healthy for a child to be raised by a single mother, mm. and it's not healthy for a child to be ra- risen but by a single, single father. father. Mm. This is sociology. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's a book written by um, Warren Farrell. It's called The, uh, the Boy Crisis. Okay. And he talks about how the fatherless children are such a high percentage, such a high percentage oh. of children in prison, oh. of kids in prison. And I say mm-hmm. children under 18. Of course. That are incarcerated. Yeah. 93% mm-hmm. to 95% mm-hmm. of incarcerations are, are young boys, are men. Who They're don't men. have fathers. And most of them are from risen mm-hmm. by single mothers or did not have fathers in their lives. All of the killings that you've seen, almost every single killing that you've seen, yeah was due to a father not being present in the person's life. So, I mean, when we know this, mm. what's what's the purpose of not wanting to have a father if it's only for the purpose of procreating a child? Because right now a woman says, I don't need a man. I have a job. Yeah. I have an income. Yep. I have a house. Yep. I'm a VP. I'm set. I'm a millionaire. I'll yeah. never have to work again. I'll never have to depend on a, a man ever, ever again. Yeah. But I want to have a child. Yeah. Okay, but... Do you really want to have a child that is risen properly? Mm-hmm. Okay, after you have this child, because a lot of a lot of women right now take a child like they do a pet. Yeah, it's a project for them. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, I want to have this. I want to have this child that's gonna love love me endlessly. You're not giving this person love. On the contrary, this person's gonna turn around and they're yeah. gonna throw you in a nursing home. Yeah. And and women would say, I'm okay with that, that I'm gonna I know I'm gonna die alone. I had a woman physically saying this to me. Yeah. Who had a father. Yeah. Um she took she took the way the, the child from his father. Yeah. And when we were discussing it, and I mentioned this, and she says, I know I'm probably gonna die alone. Mm. This is a Muslima. Subhanallah. This is a Muslima niqabiya. I'm not make you could not make this stuff up. I'm not talking about the kuffar now. I'm not talking about the liberal. I'm no, talking no, about no. a Muslimah that wears niqab, that prays qiyam al-layl, a good Muslimah sister. Yeah. And she knows, by definition, I'm probably going to die alone. Okay, if that's not the definition of insanity, what is? So coming back to the whole liberal uh, liber- liberalism and the liberal marriage, movement. Yeah. Akhi. <laughs> I was reading the news not too long ago. I think it was last week. Yeah. <laughs> A woman got banned from a zoo. This okay. is a true story. Okay. She got banned from the zoo because she was having a love relationship with a chimpanzee. Ajib. Subhanallah. Subhanallah. Women need relationships. Oh, yeah. And they're willing to do it with monkeys. Yeah. That's how messed up it is. Ajib. Wallahi, akhi. Subhanallah. So, you know, I want to ask, you know, the, the, the feminist that says, yeah. I don't need a man. Yeah. Why do you get up every day an hour before bed, before before you go to work and you prepare yourself? Yeah. Women in their DNA mm-hmm. are created to crave male attention. Yeah. If she's not getting it's it on a natural. consistent basis from a husband, a spouse, the well, right way. Yeah. Okay, let's say she, she has a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Your boyfriend is not committed to you. No. Your boyfriend is playing you. Oh, yeah. And as soon as he can play somebody else, he'll do it. Yeah. And if he's not the type yeah. that he's going to play yeah. and you have him wrapped around your finger, mm-hmm. these strong women 
who say they're feminists don't even want what we call a beta male like we no. discussed last time yeah. and what are you know we we didn't get into the whole the beta male is you're always trying to please a woman yeah you're always trying to make her happy yeah you're always trying to do but that's not what she wants no Achi, wallahi that's not what she wants no if you go and read deeply and i'm talking to mature adults here you guys please listen to me i know wallahi i know this stuff very well i've of done course. a lot of research on this of course and i've written papers about this yeah the whole bondage movement yeah in in in, in relationships yeah. where women take men and they abuse them physically and they beat them and they whoop them yeah a domineer and a domineer and female or a female that wants a domineering man to spank her and to beat her yeah if you guys have read in the 50 shades of gray you should read that yeah. and know what's there's a lot of craziness going out out there don't yeah. let don't let this whole facade that they look pretty in in, in high heels and dresses yeah. and they're like feminine and so forth and so on subhanallah it's a lot of the feminist movement in this notion of not meeting a man yeah. has gone so far to the left that women are doing so many crazy things yeah. because they say I don't need a man but yet they need the attention whether it's sexual if I can use the word of course or um, or, or non-sexual attention emotional they need it support yeah and that's why a lot of women you know they they be they they befriend men who are are not men Oh, yeah. non-straight men yeah. because they know they're safe around them and they mm. give them that male attention Ajeeb. but they will never do anything with them no, they'll no, never no. go out with them no desire and every, you know a lot of the feminist movement right now if you need a lot of these single strong women that yeah. are you know say they're strong like yeah. we discussed they have five to ten guys on their back dial for whenever they need to just talk yeah. so they drain the person emotionally yeah the the man that has nothing going on in his yeah, life yeah. And, and he's always in the friend zone yeah so having I'm not, and I'm talking from a kuffar slash yeah, 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 yeah. what's going on in, mainstream, in the West mainstream, in mainstream the West, standard yeah. so yeah, yeah. I'm understood Big this time. is not Muslims inshallah ta'ala no, 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 no. and even if Muslims are befriending Muslim men yeah. yeah they're falling into the same trap oh yeah big time that why do I need a man she does not realize that I have a job same thing I, uh, I have an income mm -hmm. and I have 10 or 20 or 30 or 50 or 100,000 people telling me how good I look when I do the fish face. Of course. The shaitan face. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you're doing the smooch or whatever that's called, yeah. you know, you're getting attention. Yeah. That attention only takes you away from your femininity. Yeah. And most importantly, as a Muslim, yeah. puts you in the realm of the wrath of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Subhanallah, Sheikh. Let's say a Muslim is ready. Uh, what's 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 the perfect age for marriage? Before I get into the how to find a person. Well, Akhi, first of all, everyone's different. Everyone's so, different. Of course, men and women mature differently. Yes. So, women. Yes. No, I I didn't think you would ask this question. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, for you you people listening to me right now. Yeah. Google. Yeah. What is the age of marriage? in many states yeah 41 states yeah the age of marriage is under the age from 16 from 14 to 16 under 18 yeah 41 states in america in the united states yes the age of marriage is 16, a, a daughter yeah. a girl yeah can marry in about 11 or 12 of those states there is no age it's based on if she is mature mm. enough to marry yes i mean has if she's can flourished into a woman yes but when when people talk about Islam yeah. and they say, oh, 50, 100 years ago, people were um, 
what's the word I'm, I'm looking for when they uh, they marry young people, uh, young Mom, girls or whatever? There's a good word for this. Um, oh, um, you know, when an older guy, p p p d, uh, a, a, like a pedophile of some sort or whatever. Oh, yeah, There's another word for it. Yeah, but the laws here. Yeah, many states, 41 of them, oh, yeah. you can marry at the age of 16 with the consent of a father or mother. Of course. So when I say 16, I don't want somebody to jump up and say, oh, my God, I can't believe he said that. <laughs> so you have to understand, first of all, in Islam, nobody gets married uh -huh. by force. No. No sister, no daughter gets no, married by yeah. force. Yes. So you have to understand that. Yes. In, in Islam, since we are not like the non-Muslims, yeah. we did not try messing around or playing around from the no. age of 12, 13, 14, 15. Yeah. We've and seen a lot. And you get married at 30. And you get married like at that. 30 because you've had, and then you have all the baggage. Of course. There's no way. So I don't, I would suggest if a sister is thinking about getting married, yeah. to be honest with you, that she could be asked her hand at 16 if she's mature enough. Interesting. And then maybe get married when she graduates high school. Nice. Like at 18, 17 yeah. and a half, 18. Yeah. Because yeah. at 18 for sure, I would say just give it a little time. Like, okay, say, hey, we want to get married. That's yeah. fine. Um, this boy, we like this boy. He's 20. Yeah. He has two more years to go, you know, university, to, uh, okay. university to finish, for instance, get his bachelor's degree and yeah. so forth. Like we discussed, I don't want any kids getting married before getting a bachelor's. I don't care if it's in a bachelor's of, of picking up dog do. You don't want you don't want a man getting married without a bachelor's degree. I don't. Or a woman. I don't want neither one of them to get married without a bachelor's degree. In this day and age 16, in this country. You just said at 16, 18, you one can get married. She can get married and go to university, Aki. Okay, wait a second. Are you saying you should not get married until you get a university? No, 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 no. You should not get married unless you plan on having a degree. A bachelor's degree. Okay, okay, that, okay, okay. You can get married and still go to school. Okay, good. You can get married okay, and get beautiful. to school. Okay, okay, I okay. highly recommend that you get a bachelor's degree. Of course. For a sister and for sure a brother. Oh, yeah, most definitely. If, you're, you're, if you don't do that, you shouldn't get married. Okay. You just shouldn't. Okay. You can barely play on your phone when you have a bachelor's degree right now these yeah. days. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, wallahi, akhi. Yeah, yeah. So you have to be, you know, we, we have to look at this objectively. So yeah. if a sister is 16, yeah. she's already emotionally and physically ready to be with a man. That's true. That's Same true. thing with the boy, but the boy needs, needs to get time. a little bit more, you know, he has to be able to take care of a family. Yes, that's true. We can help the youth get yes. married. Yes, yes. You know, you know, I've heard a lot of fathers say this. I had yeah. a lot of shiuchs, and I'm talking especially in the West, you know, that they can actually get married and still live at their parents' house, both of them. Yeah. And they meet up on the weekend or they go out together, but they are married. Yeah. So until they can buy a, get something on their own or the both parents help them to get an apartment. Mm. At the end of the day, I want what's best for my daughter. Of course. It's okay if I help out. We have this notion, and especially in the Arab community. Yeah. That my daughter's worth a hundred thousand. For instance, in the Arab community, yeah, there's people. Their their mahar, their dowry is a hundred thousand. Subhanallah. Why? Subhanallah. You know, and, and I don't. I'm like baffled at this. Yeah. I had. I was having a conversation with some. You know, like there's four gentlemen. They're like 50, 50 <laughs> to sixty years old. One day they were talking, and I just jumped in there. You know. Yeah. And I'm in Dallas. Most people don't know who I am or yeah. what's going on. And, yeah, yeah. And it was after Fajr, and they were sitting, you know, outside having a, grabbing a coffee, and I happened to be there, and I, just, I just, I, I, st I stood talking to somebody, and I was overhearing stuff, and I just jumped in the conversation, and I said, I want to ask you guys a question. Yeah. Which one of you, their daughter's worth a hundred thousand? I said, why? 
I said, why is your daughter worth 100000 Yeah. What does she bring into the table? Exactly. And I said, please don't get mad at me, yeah. but most of our daughters have never read a book in their life. Yeah. And I'm not talking about school. Yeah, I'm talking about just books. Yeah. <laughs> what is she going to bring to the table? Oh, goodness gracious. I said, she's raised in this country. Most of them are raised and you don't... You, we don't teach our daughters anything. And I'm talking as an omahi. This is not just my daughter. There's no. an exception to the rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they got offended by that, you know. Oh. And and I had somebody and I said, and somebody said, well, we marry our wives so they can teach Quran to our kids. And we're going to talk about that. I said, great. I said, let me ask you something. What does your wife memorize of the Quran? Is that okay that I put you on the spot? I can almost guarantee you it's not juz amma. Yeah, I was I was a little bit rude to them because they were rude back to me and they didn't like who is this guy. Yeah, and it's a certain group of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not to put anybody in connotation. Yeah, yeah. and I'm considered from North Africa, so we're not even considered Arabs. We're considered <laughs> French, you know. <laughs> I don't even know what we are. Uh, yeah. We probably are French, you know. Yeah. We speak some Arabic, but <laughs> so I think they got offended by that. But I yeah. said, listen, you know. So the the debate got a little bit offended. I said, please, I, my goal is really not to offend. Yeah, my goal is to say. What do you bring to the table, like we discussed last course, week or course. last time, I should say, last month? What do you bring to the table that makes you so valuable? Because yeah. when, when, a, when, a, when a young man who's, let's say, my goal is to marry my son at between 20 and 22. Yeah. He's going to marry somebody between 16 and 18. Of course. Of okay. Course. So at least he has to have four, maybe five years. But it all depends. All right. Yeah. So let's just say that's kind of what I'm shooting for for my kid. And, yeah. Um, and he can get excited, jump up and down. That, that I'm not going to push you to 26, but it's really up to him. <laughs> <you know? laughs> I tell him, you're, and once you're done with school altogether, but I think it should be done sooner, to be honest of with course, you. Of course. Because of all the fitness and what's going on. Oh, yeah. And if a sister is going to go to college, it would oh, be yeah. good that she's married. Same thing with a young Before man. Before that, yeah. Big time. So... And all that needs to be facilitated. So that's why I tell the young women and yeah. the young men, please get ready. You you phys physically have needs. Emotionally, you have needs. But you're not ready to meet those needs. That's true. That's a big problem. That's, so that's true. like somebody that wants to drive their 16, but they didn't work on their permit yet. Yeah. You don't even have your permit. Why are you talking about a license? The permit doesn't need anybody to help you with. You no. can go online and learn it. You can do it. So this is kind of where we're talking. We're going to talk about more of these things as how to be a wife, how to be a husband, why, and so forth. Yeah. You're going to start realizing that this is the most important decision in your life. If you're not ready for it, you're going to suffer. That's so true. You will suffer. Yeah. And that's what I was mentioning about, you know, the books. Because last time we mentioned this, you know, mm -hmm. so I, I told them, I said, I want you to understand that most of our children, and yeah. I said, I don't want to offend you, you or your wife. I don't know who you are, to be honest with yeah. you. I said to this gentleman, I said, I want you to understand, I'm saying this because I want to trigger a thought process. Yeah. It might sound harsh to you. And, yeah. and I'm mentioning this so people can kind of maybe wake up to, really, at the end of the day, yeah. if my daughter is going to be a virgin, for instance, and she's yeah. and she has never had a boyfriend, and, and she's a, a good Muslim man, and she's prayed all her life, she's made siyam, I'm assuming the brother that's coming to ask for a hand is the same. Of course. In most cases. Yeah. He comes from a righteous family. Yeah. He's a virgin as well. He's never played around. He made his slam and qiyam. And they're going to figure out together because they're both new at this. Yes. Okay, so why is she worth 100000 and he's not? Yeah. <laughs> and in some Indian communities, actually... Yeah. The it's men, the, the family pays for the, the man, men. the diary. Oh, mm, no, that's that's crazy. So yeah. then we go from one opposite to, to another. Opposite. And, and I'm just saying, 
you know, the Prophet ﷺ, he said, إِنَا تَاكُمْ مَنْ تَرْضَوْنَ دِينَهُ وَخُلُقَهُ فَزَوِّجُوهُ إِلَّا تَفْعَلُوا تَاكُنْ فِتْنَةٌ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَفَسَادٌ عَرِيضٌ وَفِي آيَةٌ وَفِي رِوَايَةٌ وَفَسَادٌ كَبِيرٌ Whosoever comes to you to ask your hand in marriage, and you are happy with their deen and their akhlaq, their mannerisms, then marry them right away. فَهُنَا جَاءَتْ لِلتَّعْجِيلِ Okay, that is right away. Immediately marry them. If you do not do so, there will be mischief and evil on this earth. And that's exactly what we're seeing. Of course, spread zina. And then what happens, not even this, Akhi. If you say my daughter's worth 100,000, yeah. let's just be common sense. I'm not giving my child 100,000 to marry anybody. No, <laughs> I'm just not. Yeah. Let's say I do have it. Yeah. He's not getting that. No way. I just don't care who she is. Yeah. He can go marry Matilda for free. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm serious. I'm not. There's just nobody worth that. Uh, they they they're not worth it in body parts. Not worth it in knowledge. None of it. Yeah. I'm serious, Achi. Yeah, so true. So I mean, not to get deep into this. Yeah. And and I want to be fair. And I'm not. And there, you know, as a Muslim, she's worth millions to me. Yes. Yes. As my daughter, as please don't don't say, oh, he said she's not worth. That's not what I mean. It's not the cash component. Yes. You know, because now you have enslaved me to your daughter. Yeah. Because what they do is they do. There's forty thousand up front yeah. as a dowry, Ajib. and sixty thousand is called muakhar. Muakhar is either it comes by death. Yes. Or divorce. So now you have enslaved me to your daughter. Yes. Oh, goodness. And this is a big problem. If my 22-year-old goes marry somebody, and let's say we scraped up the 40000 and we got a haram loan to do it. <laughs> so Allah gives us barakah, right? I'm being yeah. facetious. Yeah. You know, where are you going to... Who has 40000 laying around? Unless they're these rich businessmen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once again, we come back. What is your... You know, I want... I'm... Kate Middleton did not get that much for dowry. No. When she married so the so. son of a prince. Yeah. Come on, guys. Come this on. is crazy. This is craziness. Sheikh, uh, last question on the pre-marriage notes. Um, some, some of our brothers and sisters, they, they, uh, they um, postpone marriage to a later date in life, mm. even though you're, you're advising on an earlier age. Especially sisters say, you know what? I need to be independent on my feet so I can be ready the day he leaves. And brothers, you know what I mean? Kind of having fear of marriage. Uh, quote, unquote, there's really no one out there for me. Um, what are your thoughts on brothers and sisters kind of with these mindsets? Okay, there's there's two issues with this. Yes. The sister that delays, yeah. she's only making it worse for herself. That's so true. She can have money. Okay, yeah. like we said last time. Yeah. You can have money. Yeah. You can't buy a relationship. You cannot buy a relationship. You can buy intimacy in haram. Yeah. You cannot buy a relationship. So true. Even if you say you have the money. Yeah. The man you're going to marry that's marrying you for your money mm -hmm. is not worthy. No. And she knows he's not worthy. Yeah. But yet she'll think I'm valuable because I have money. Yeah. Men don't value your money in your education. We value your body, mm -hmm. meaning how good you look to yes. us, yes. our visual. Yes. We value your femininity, like we talked about, fit, feminine, and what? Friendly. Friendly. Yeah. Cooperation. Yes. And, and submission. Yes. So these are like the five main things that men of value who are, are real men. Yes. Are looking appreciate for yes and want and we're coming to a day and age right now if you've heard of the red pill society yeah where men say we're red pilled mean we're going it's either our way or the highway yeah we're not taking no nonsense for yeah. no woman we're gonna abuse them verbally we'll do whatever we want yeah and we're gonna stay alone yeah until we get that yeah so this is a big problem where a lot of men are just giving up on marriage altogether yeah I'm not saying don't be a part of the red pill, but understand it Islamically what it means. Yeah, that's true. Because that's not our deen. Yeah. 
there's a lot of things in the red pill society that coincide with the yeah. teachings of Islam. Yeah. But it's not Islam. Yeah, it's not. So we got Muslims now talking, oh, I'm red pilled. Akhi, you're just, you don't understand. That's not what we want. That's no. not what we want from you as a Muslim no. young man. Okay? Because our sisters, I mean, you know, I I'm, I was talking to my daughter. My daughter's 15, okay. you know, and I, and I have three daughters, mashallah. And I've said, you know, I'm talking to my daughters and I said, do you think I love my daughters more or my sons more? What did my little, what did my little four-year-old say? <laughs> she said, you love your sons more. Oh. MashaAllah, she is very, very smart. Okay. And I said, why, honey? She said, because you always take them with you and you take them to the masjid and you oh. take them with you to places. And I said, you have to understand that you as my daughter uh -huh. are way more valuable than any son will ever be. Because okay. <laughs> I'm, you know, if anybody looks at my daughter, I'm ready to just jump in and put them in the headlock and it's yeah. over. Yeah. It's not just a headlock, <laughs> it's over. And then now in Texas, you can carry a gun. Oh yeah. It's gonna be, watch out. I, I better not have my son, my daughters with me if when I have my gun on me. Yeah. So yes, I, I, I carry a gun, but yeah. you know, it's, um, I, I want to say that and, and I don't say in a violent way I say jokingly for those of you who don't know me please don't jump up and like oh my god he carries yeah. guns and I shoot people he's a typical <laughs> no, that's, that's typical legal. crazy Muslim you know no we, we have a license and we carry and we you know we shoot and um, practice and so forth and yeah. all that stuff um, <laughs> but you know having come back so I said honey I take my I take your brothers to the masjid I because I need to teach them how to become men mm. so we come back to that men teach men how to be men that's so true you can't go with your daughter, your your um you can't go with your husband, your I'm sorry. The mother cannot take the son yeah. to the masjid all the no, time. No. She cannot take him to places where okay, for instance, as a male, yeah, I might go somewhere and I might get into a confrontation with somebody. Yes. I'm hot blooded, for instance, yeah. and something might happen. Somebody might cut cut me off. Yeah. And that could escalate. As yeah. males do, yeah. You know, and they escalate because they have a lot of testosterone sometimes yeah. yes. or they or they're in a bad mood or something happens and it's just the right, the wrong two people mesh That's and true. it's a problem. Yeah. I need to teach my boys how to diffuse that situation. Yeah. They're never going to learn that from their mother. No way. Because the mom is not going to get up there and yell. They do now sometimes think yeah. they are until somebody socks them in the mouth for being mm. loud and obnoxious. Yeah. So, and I'm not talking about our Muslim women. I'm talking yeah. about the women out here. Yeah, 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 big time. And one of the biggest reasons that women come back and say, I don't need a man, because they can call 911 for protection. Oh. Once the government stops giving you money and assistance, yeah. and 911 is not there, what gonna, are you going to do on your own? You're going to need a man. You, no, I'm just saying, keep in, a man. in 20 years, there'll be no more government assistance for sisters. Guaranteed. It's going to be over. It's mm. already been depleted. Yeah. And we're already on the brink of a civil war in this country, probably in the next 20 to 30 years. Yeah. And next year, last time I did not want to mention this, yeah. but I want to mention it more so people can kind of wake up. Yeah. We're going to have an economic collapse coming in the next two to three years. Yeah. We have pumped so much cash into the system that there's inflation galore. Yeah. And it's coming. Wait, and we've already seen it. Yeah. The number one yeah. employer of single women and women in general mm -hmm. is the federal government and retail. Very interesting. Retail, we've already seen bye-bye. Yeah. It's been replaced by Amazon and the likes. Of course. The federal government has to cut down and they've been doing that for a long time. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, we found out that women don't feel safe going out when we have rhetoric like, let's defuse the police. <laughs> well, you defund guys the say police. that defund the police yeah. here in Minneapolis. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ridiculous. What are people going to do? In, Crime's already up. In Britain, 
Yeah. They were talking about they need to put a curfew on men after 6 p.m. so women can roam around freely. This is crazy stuff, Achi. Oh, yeah, big time. Because it's not safe for women. So women want to dress in a bad way, attract bad w- men. Yeah. Because when you find a Muslim walking down the street and he is a good Muslim, yeah. if, a, if somebody is naked, they're going to go try and give them something and cover them and say, please go home before somebody else catches you. Of and course. they're going to do something a- evil to you. Oh, yeah, big time. So, Muslims are not the one to be feared. Oh yeah, but there's a lot of crazies out there, big time. So I, th- I think I went a little bit too far <laughs> to answer that, but I'll, I'll come back. Okay, Sheikh. So uh, somebody is is ready to meet. What's the best way to meet someone? In short, do you meet them at the masjid, family? Um, Wallahi, akhi, let me tell you this. There's yeah. a, uh, there's a, um, a good podcaster that I listen to. He's non-Muslim. Yeah. I'm not going to mention his name. Um, he's been debating this probably for the past six months. Yeah. Do modern women uh, marry properly or get into relations properly? Yeah. And what's the best way? Yeah. I'm telling you, even the kuffar are catching on. Of course. They're catching on to really the traditional way that Muslims marry is literally now the most successful way to marry. Of course. Is that traditional arranged and when I say arranged a lot of people think that you're put in a room and they throw this guy in and you turn on the lights and oh I'm stuck with this guy forever <laughs> that's not arranged you guys arranged is Abi goes to the masjid and I see who comes to the Salat al-Fajr of course I see who comes to my halaqas yes I see who comes and asks me good righteous questions yeah that guy I'm already putting him in the back of my mind yeah that guy's appropriate for my daughter. And if anybody's listening to these podcasts right now, yeah. I said I have a daughter. She's 15 years old. That's yeah. a plug for somebody who's listening. <laughs> oh, man. I'm serious. I'm telling you, people don't listen. They just, yeah. they hear your, they think you're ranting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't rant, you guys. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm deliberate in what I say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And I'm saying that too is, I'm the guy that's going to call you at 2 a.m. and say, I have a flat 300 miles away and you need to wake up and come and help me. And you, Otherwise, I can't count on you to marry my daughter. Yeah. You guys need to know this kind of, of course, stuff. Of course, of course, and this yeah. is where fathers are so important. important. A mother could never, ever in a million years, I don't care how sharp she is, how smart she is, how educated she is, how wealthy she is, yeah. how well raised she was yeah. to really diffuse a, a, a man's demeanor and how manly and how godly he is she could never do that yeah she just can't yeah no 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 women look at things so differently you know so us men we gauge men yeah that's why you want to have daddy in the picture that's why you want to have your brother in the picture that's when you have grandpa in the picture you have your brother you have all these people well this man's coming to ask for your hand he's coming and asking all these people so the best way to do it is to do it the traditional way of the sunnah yeah i give you guys a story i know a brother and he's going to listen to this probably because i'll send it to him and he's going to like oh i'm glad you didn't mention my name (laughs) he was he wanted to get married okay what did he do Uh first of all he sent his mother into salat tarawih i'm giving you guys plugs i'm teaching you guys how to do the real the real deal in fear in allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yeah he okay. went to ask his mom, go in there, see if you find any sisters. Even with niqab, when you go into the sister section, they take off their niqab and talk to them and get to know and who's this, do you like this person, are you married or whatever, you know. Yeah. And then she meets him right after the salat. And he's standing there with his mother and he's seen all the sisters that are coming out of the masjid from tarawih. Okay. Of course, he's there with his mother, but he's looking at different sisters. 
Surveying. for marriage. Yeah. And you're going to like he's going to lower his gaze. This is not the time to lower your gaze. This is the, the time, time to, to look. Get a full look. And, well, I know when I say full look, Akhi, yeah. you're not going to see anything. Yeah. Either she has niqab on or she has proper hijab. So you're really not seeing you're anything. Not seeing anything yeah. It's a picture or a face, but at least you're getting an, an idea. idea of somebody that maybe you can send and you can say, oh, you can say, mom, I think this one, can you check her out tomorrow night? Yeah. Check her out tomorrow night. See what's going on with this. I like this one. Uh, or what do you think? Guy, that guy was creative, right? I, well, lie. I love that. You know, yeah. I was like, I wish I knew that when <laughs> no, I was I getting married. I wish I knew that. Huh? Yeah. See, it's you guys are so lucky that this information <laughs> was not out there before for us. You know, we had to. Uh, we got and we got a collect of this information from many people. Yeah. But the sister, Ahi, I'm t I'm going to tell you guys a story. It's a very short story. I'm not going to be long, yeah. lengthy on my stories. There's a sister. She was 17 years old. Yeah. How did, it, how did the previous story end? Is that how the brother got married? He married that sister. He saw at the masjid. Yes. Subhanallah. And I know, I know the story very well. Mashallah. Whether they succeeded in marriage, he didn't succeed. That's none it's of my issue. Case. But he found that sister somebody. that way. Yeah. And, and, and I know another brother who went and, you know, his aunt saw some girl in France. He wasn't even here. And he, you know, they saw the picture and it's like, hey, what do you think of this person? He saw the picture. Oh, she looks good. They had a couple of phone calls, Zahi. See, the thing is, is we give our kids all the technology, the computer to talk to all these foreign people, to like on Facebook. And that's halal and that's permissible. Yeah. And yeah. in parentheses, for those of you listening to me, I don't mean it's halal. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm still a foreign person. Yeah. But when you go to somebody who's coming to ask for your hand and yeah. is serious about marriage. Yeah. You make it so difficult. This is what a lot of our elders don't understand. And I've mentioned this on yeah. the khutbah too. So yeah. the seven, anyways, and he got married that way. Yeah. This person, he went there, yeah. he saw her. Then him and his, his parents came from the States. They yeah. traveled over there. Yeah. And I was on the phone with that conversation. I was there when that physically happened. I and they got married and they've been married and they have like three kids right now. Uh, mashallah. So, and they're great. They're in love. Everybody's happy. And mashallah. <laughs> so I'm just saying people don't understand when we said last week or last yeah. month or whenever we had our podcast is Muslims fall in love later. People That's didn't true. understand that. Yeah. The success rate is still the same whether you marry before love or marry after love. Yes. It's right around 50% for everybody. Yeah. And emotion goes from 50 to 75 to 80%. Yeah. Some people are emotionally divorced, but they don't leave. Yeah. Th those All those stats are the same between traditional marriages yeah. and non-traditional marriages. But traditional marriages ahi, are a lot more healthier of course because first of all you're keeping your body count down of course and when i say that i'm not talking in, in an intimate way yeah because if you're out there and you fall in love with this guy you do nothing with him you don't even hold his hand yeah. you fall in love with this guy you fall in love with this guy you fall in love with this guy every single person that talks to you and gets close to your heart that you allow inside yeah it's like you have a white cloth your heart your purity is yeah. a very white piece of cloth that starts at the age of puberty, 13, 14, 15, whatever, at that age. And every time that you have an inclination, you really like this person and you start either talking to them and, and you do it. And of course, you're not doing it in halal. Yeah. You're doing haram. It's like you put a black piece of ink on that white cloth. Mm. You can try to wash it out. Never comes off, akhi. No. Even if you've forgotten about that person. 
even if you've forgotten about him. And that's yes. why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when he says, قُلِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ وَالْمُؤْمِنَاتِ يَغُضُّ مِنْ أَبْصَارِهِمْ قُلِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ يَغُضُّ مِنْ أَبْصَارِهِمْ Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, another ayah, he says, وَقُلِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ يَغُضُّ مِنْ أَبْصَارِهِنَّ وَحْفَظْنَا فُرُوجَهُنَّ So Allah is telling both men and women to lower the gaze so we don't fall into these things of haram. So really quick about the 17-year-old girl that somebody came and he's like, oh, can I talk to you? And I'm very serious, it's in marriage. She took out a piece of paper. She gave him phone number of her father and she said, this is my wali. Talk to my father if you're interested in marriage. Salamu alaikum. 17, akhi. MashaAllah. Okay, why is that so difficult? Your father knows you the best. Yes. He knows what's best for you and he wants what's best for you. So true. And any man, let's say you get a hundred of those men because you're good looking or you have hishm, you have something going on for you that there's going to be suitors coming to you from 17 to 25. You get the most suitors ever. So true. There's going to be somebody that kind of clicks. And so this is kind of, you know, and I don't have a problem with a young man. You see a sister you're with in the MSA. You see a sister with you in college. You see a sister in high school. Yeah. Whatever the case may be in high school might be just like too young. But if you're like in your third or fourth year of university yeah. and a sister is in a junior or senior in high school and we figure this out and they're four or five years apart, you can go and say, you know what, mom, I want you to go to these people's family and oh, just yeah. say we are interested or go knock of on course, the door and course. see what's going on. Yeah, You know, like in my case, I had my aunt go knock on my wife's really door. Mashallah. I saw her at a wedding. I was very creative, and I'm not going to tell you what's going on with that. All right, and this was in this was in Jahiliya before I, you know, I started practicing Islam, yeah. and you know, oh, but man. I saw that she was muhtashim. She was different than all the girls there. Oh man! Okay, so I thought, okay, mashaAllah, she turned out to be 16 years old. Akhi, my wife. No, she way. looked like she was 18. That's yeah. why I said physically. Looks, they are ready to marry. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was 25. Ajee. I was nine years older than her. Yeah. So this, uh, we got married when she turned 18. The next year we got engaged. The year yeah. after that we got married. That's yeah. what I'm telling you. I've been through that. Of course. Okay. And we've been married close to 19 years right now. We had our ups and downs. We had our life. It's we had, life. It's that's life, life, it's life. Akhi, yeah, you yeah. know. Um, I have my ups and downs with my parents. Of course. They, I'm a hard guy to tolerate sometimes. <laughs> I might be too demanding, you know. Um, we ask Allah to soften our hearts, you know, yeah, on, on a serious know. note. So all these ways, wallahi, they work. Why? Yeah. Why do, as a Muslim, as Muslims, you know, and I, I was telling you how this guy, he's talking about if people marry the tradition way, they're going to have a better chance. Yeah. You're keeping your heart pure for that person. That's it. That you're going to share it with. Yeah. It's going to be so special. That's so It's true. not just the physical virginity yeah it's the pure virginity of the heart yeah that is even more important than that so when people don't understand that's why they say keep your body count down and yeah. this can mean from a range of talking to boys to a range of you know the haram that other people oh, yeah. do oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. keep your body count down in you know wherever you are in life right now as yeah. if you're non-muslim or you're yeah. muslim or you're non-worshiping or you're worshiping everybody has a different keep your body count down whether it starts from just talking to different boys so, in secret mm. or going out with different boys in secret and mm. anything in between mm. keep the body count down it's very important so this daughter when her father came to her she said abi i love you so much and I know that you love me. You're not going to steer me wrong. In whatever choice you make, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will put barakah in. And this is the point I want to make. Jeez. When you do it and you're seeking Allah's 
um, bounty yes. and you're seeking Allah's barakah, yes. Allah will, bar will put barakah in that marriage. Yeah. If you want to go do your own thing thinking you're mm -hmm. sharp, you got it, you're on top of it, yeah. I can do it. No, yeah. that's when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will leave you to yourself yeah. and he has left you to something that is weak. Yeah. So that's very important when I say very do it the right point. way, very get the parents point. involved, get the sister, get the brother. Yes. That's what Islam wants us to do. Not, not do it on your own. And they can talk, Akhi. Of course. If somebody's serious and they can come and talk, come to my house. You can sit in, 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 in open vision of course. and talk, of talk course. to each other. How many times, how much do you need to talk to somebody for, you know, at least they're suitable. Yeah. And if Abi yeah. and my father gives me the stamp of approval for this guy, it's on. And we don't need to spend six months or six years to know each other. Yeah. You will not physically. And this has been proven for people that have been married. And that's why you say people have been together for 20 years after they get married. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know he was this way. Or I didn't know she was this way. <laughs> how, mu how much time? Do you need to live three lifetimes to know somebody? Oh, you don't know somebody until they're fully committed to you and they are your spouse. That's so true. Even if you that's live so together true. and you cohabit yeah. together. But some people try. Yeah. No, the non-Muslims. The non They've tried it. it. It doesn't work. I'm telling you, Akhi, I know family members from my mother's side that were together for 14 years. Yeah. Then they married. SubhanAllah. And they got a divorce after that. Ajeeb. It's a shaitan. When you're not in a committed relationship, which is permissible in halal, and I'm not saying the kuffar's relationship, you know, yeah, yeah. that's still marriage that is accepted. Mm -hmm. That if you're not in, there's no barakah. Once you mm -hmm. go in and you're living the haram, the shaitan, he's not going to push you to get all the nuances that you don't like in your spouse once you get married. Once you get married and you yeah. commit to yeah. purity, that's it. the shaitan, he starts working. Mm. Subhanallah, subhanallah. Ustad, let's say people get married. What are some key strategies on how to maintain this marriage? What are the expectation of the wife and what is the expectation of the husband? This is a heavy question, but inshallah. The most important thing that every single person needs to know yeah. that's involved in that relationship, yeah. that means the two sets of parents, yeah. their Re families, okay. and the spouses. Yes. Okay? Mm -hmm. Everyone needs to know what are the rights of a man, yes. what are the rights of a woman according yes. to Islam. That's so true. I don't care what the deen say, uh, that these uh, non-Muslims say. Yeah. I don't care what that law says yeah. I need to I need to know uh -huh. and I mentioned this on, on, on the mimbar maybe five years ago or yeah. seven eight years ago yeah. uh, and I said listen I want you to understand yeah. if you and my daughter don't make it for whatever reason and my daughter was like five years old when I did this <laughs> or seven years old or whatever yeah. I said if you and my daughter got married mm -hmm. in let's say two three four five years down the road yeah. you decided that it's not going to work out Mm. We got involved, the men, the woman, the, everybody got involved the way Allah subhanahu to please Allah yeah. and to see if it can work. Yeah. And it doesn't work. Yeah. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Um, but I want this person to understand that we're not going to be the ones that are going to take you to court. Yeah. and try to take your money yeah. and try to take the kids away from you. Oh, and we're not going to be the family that's going to go and say, I am going to humiliate you so because you used me and you abused me. Oh. Akhi, we got married. We Everybody did their part. Yes. I started a business partnership with somebody on good faith. Yes. They started on good faith. Yes. At least that's what I want to think and that's how it should be. Yes. Because we've all, both parties have done their homework prior to. Yes. Like I said, I was, you know, I was in Dallas and I got there the first two weeks. Um, they had a halaqa going on and people started asking questions. I said, 
You guys, where are your sons? These are the 100,000 heirs that want 100,000 for their daughters. So where are your sons? How am I going to know who to pick for my daughter if your sons are not here? If your sons can't make it for Fajr, they're not marriage material. Mm. Oh, did they get... That was bad. They did not want to swallow that. That was a tough pill. So <laughs> oh. I be, I, 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 I'm the rebel at the masjid because yeah. I'm speaking some... <laughs> I hope it's truth for the sake of the Allah. Truth is hard to bear. I'm not saying this stuff to, to you know, when, when you say these things in America today, yeah. in this day and age, or even in Muslim country, yeah. what does it do? It only brings upon animosity. Yeah, that's so true. So true. If I'm the guy who's looking for everybody to hate them, I must, either yeah. I'm crazy or yeah. I know something that mm-hmm. other people don't know. Mm-hmm. And this is the issue that the truth hurts, Akhi. Mm-hmm. Look at when the Prophet mm-hmm. he was living in Mecca and he was with the pagans and it was before mm-hmm. Allah sent Islam upon him. Mm-hmm. They loved him. He mm-hmm. was a sadaq al-ameen, the truth sayer, the, the, mm-hmm. the, the best one, the purest one. Mm-hmm. As soon as he said, la ilaha tuflihu, mm-hmm. they said majnoon, they said Sahri was a crazy man. He's yeah. a li- they tried to kill him. His uncle was walking behind him and saying he's a liar. Don't listen Kinda, to him. Yeah. His uncle. You guys need to understand every time you say the truth, or you people fight for the truth, or you are looking at the truth, mm. people are going to ridicule you. Yeah. If you're not getting tomatoes thrown at you, you're not sticking above the crowd. Yeah. And the truth always sticks above the oh, crowd. The truth is always out there and, and it's shown. Yeah. Very basic. Um, so what I wanted to say is, if you come back to and you see that, what are some of the things that I can recommend in this relationship? Yes. You know, the parents, Yes. once again, this son or my son could be either yes. wants to get married again. Yes. The goal is not to make his life miserable that he can't do it. That's true. And it's not the goal to make her life miserable because I just wasted a hundred thousand on this marriage or fifty yes. or whatever it is. I'm not talking about the yeah. dowry either. I'm talking yeah. about you bought a house, yeah. you bought furniture, you had a wedding, you bought the gold. You do you did all these things as a man and you spent XYZ and yeah. she turned out not to be worth it. That's yeah. life. Life is full of ups and downs and it's risks. Yeah. It's like a business. 90% of businesses fail the first five years. Yeah. People don't anticipate that. Mm. Same thing with marriage. The marriage fails because people do not, I say they just don't, know what their responsibilities are. So this notion in America and in the West, I want my rights. I'm free. Allah's not going to ask you about your rights. <laughs> Allah's going to ask you about your responsibility. Yes. Allah is not going to ask you, did your parents force you to pray or not? Why did you not pray? Oh Allah, my parents didn't force me. What do you mean your parents didn't force you? You never wanted to listen to your parents. You had a problem with your parents. You were negating your parents. Your parents were crazy and old fashioned. You were smart and on top of it. You know, I'm just saying this is one of the the things that it's going to happen is, is people are not ready to take responsibility for the greatest decision after saying la ilaha illallah in their life, they don't study. And that's what I was mentioned earlier yeah. about these guys said, when did your daughter study a, a book about marriage and your son or you or us, all of us? Mm. You know, when did we do that? And if you haven't, why do you want to get married? Mm. Akhi, it's a huge responsibility to be married. Yeah, It's a lifetime commitment. So true. And that's why I tell young men and women, don't have any children in the first three to five years, depend on how young you marry. Just don't do it. Oh, Just don't think about good, it. I don't care if mama wants to have a baby because she hasn't had one in 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> or daddy wants to have somebody to go uh, to the park with. Yeah. No. You you Just guys slow out. down. Wait it out. Allah wills. Yeah. But please plan. Plan 
and plan and plan. Yeah. Is a, it okay to do that, Stad? A child. Shar'iyan, is it okay to kind of delay? That's why case? I said you can delay by okay. using halal methods. Halal methods, that's important. And when you're going to get married, we'll yeah. show you and or teach you or you can read what are those halal methods. Yeah. That's why I said you do your best. You do your part. Of course. If Allah wills a child, even if you do whatever it is that you're you going to do, that child will happen. Yes. You can have all the contraceptives. That's so true. They're only 99%. They're not 100. Yeah. None <laughs> of them are 100%. Um, all the contraceptives are 98, 99%. Yeah. That means there's still a chance of having a child with yeah. contraceptives. Yeah. So... Whether you, I mean, we're not debating if contraceptives are halal or haram. I'm mm -hmm. saying it could be a natural way of contraception. Mm -hmm. But plan. Don't just go in there hot, blazing, and two weeks later you have a child and you're 17 and, and he's 19 or 20 or 22 and you are still children yourselves. Yeah. Be very careful. It's a very hard time out there. If you think you're not and you would rather wait, it's okay too. Yeah. Not that's why I said not everyone gets married at 16, 17, 18 yeah. or even 20. If a girl thinks I'm not ready and I want to wait it out and I don't have this strong urge of wanting a man right immediately, then, I would wait until 22, 23. Yeah. If she can do that, she can do that. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, so in the best place really before that if you are looking for a spouse would be college. Before college. In college. In college. Yeah, Finding somebody. Yeah, if you're in fourth or fifth grade or in your, you're in post-grad yeah. and there's a, a, a new sister coming in and that's her first year. Yeah. In a freshman, is that what they call yeah, them? Yeah, freshman, or, freshman, uh, freshman, yeah. And you have five or six over her yeah. and you're catching her before she gets polluted. Yeah. Because they do get polluted in university. Of course. Why? Because the feminist movement is really strong. Yeah. And they push strong for it. And that's why I'm an advocate for a sister to get married before she goes to university. true. Me or too. have somebody, you know, uh, in plans for yeah. that just to save her. Yeah. Just because, once again, it's that white cloth. Every time you fall in love with somebody or you think you love, because we don't know what love is. That's it's an true. infatuation more that's, than it is love. You can't true. love with somebody until you live with them. That's so true. That's so just a, it's, it's a sexual inclination slash infatuation yeah. that a lot of young people have. It's an urge. Yeah. You know? So in, in one little thing I want to, before I forget, is we see a lot of today out in the world we see a lot of women that have become more masculine that's true even Muslims even oh, practicing yeah. it's just the world is dictating that yeah if you look at all the new movies that are coming out yeah and you don't need to watch movies to know what's going on the trailers will tell you a lot of course to read about them to read what's going on and be aware of mm -hmm. what's being pumped out into society yeah I do a lot of trailers and read about trailers. Yeah. To know, that gives me a really good idea of what's going on out there. I live with you guys. I promise you, I live with you. I know what's going on. Oh, yeah. You know, alhamdulillah. And I have teenage boys and girls, so of I'm, course, of course. I'm aware and I'm, you know, I, I'm very aware for them and for their sake, you know. Of course. And I want people to understand all the movies that are out there right now are showing like the women are the ones running the show and the men are all being bashed. They're dumb. They're clumsy. Yeah. Uh, they can't do it. Yeah. They're not strong. Oh, yeah. The woman's taking initiative, taking oh, yeah. charge. Oh, yeah. Ahi, this is very dangerous. Very dangerous. And it's programmed. It's done for program. No. You know, if you remember, maybe you don't remember this, but in the 80s, we had all the Superman sh shows that started, I think, 73, 74, somewhere in there, or 77. I don't, it was right around that age, you Heroes, know. Heroes, yeah. Superman was the, was the hero. Yeah. And then they had, of course, Wonder Woman yeah. to kind of, yeah. balance yeah, that out. started out in the <laughs> 70s as well. 
But still, we had Batman, we had the Hulk, we had all these masculine figures. Yes. G.I. Joe. Yeah. And then, they, of course, later on, they brought in G.I. Jane. Yeah. Just for to balance things out. Ajib, yeah. A woman can't even do 10% of what a soldier, a woman soldier can't do 10% of what a, a man soldier does. Yeah. She can't do three push-ups, uh, three pull-ups on the bar. Now she just has to wait and hold herself on the bar. She doesn't even, a man needs to do three pull-ups to p pass the physical test, yeah. just to pass. Yeah. A woman now just needs to hang out three times, just to hang. She doesn't need to do a pull-up just to I get see. in. But then she can't even carry her weight if she needed to carry a soldier. Mm. And there's a lot of talk about that. Go in and see all of the statistics they've done about women in the military. Mm. And I say one thing for you women that are out there thinking, I can do it. I can shoot a gun. I can do this. When, And you might be an exception to the rule. Yeah. When they have a draft mm -hmm. and they're pushing for this big time. Mm -hmm. To equate men with women because they need more soldiers. Just mm -hmm. so you understand, this is all deliberate. Yeah, yeah, it's not. They're yeah. giving the women more and more freedoms, to, yeah. and they're giving them a more and more rope. And the only thing they're going to do with that rope is tie it around their necks and hang themselves with it. Mm -hmm. You wanted the rope. You wanted it. What did the Me Too movement do? The Me Too movement yeah. told men to stay away from women and do not trust them. Don't say you're looking beautiful today. Don't say you're looking nice. Don't say yeah. you smell good. We'll see. Be because you can get into trouble and lose your job. So men now, everything that women do from yeah. 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. before they go to work yeah. is becoming nullified because men are not even looking at him no anymore. Way, no she's way. out there, you know, working out, trying to look good, smell good, put on the nice clothes. Mm -hmm. What is she doing it? She's doing it for sexual attention. Of course. She's doing it for men to look at her and say, oh, yeah, give her attention. Oh, or yeah. she's looking to get a man. Yeah. Men in the workplace are not even having it. Mm -hmm. because So... This feminist movement is telling women to do certain things yeah. that is, is it's it's backfiring on them and they don't realize it. Yeah, it's hidden. It's coming out. But if they have a draft and women have to go to the army, yeah. oh, that's gonna be fun. Mm. That's gonna be a lot of fun. <laughs> you guys can stop having babies. You can go shoot and kill people. Yeah. Allah created women to bring life into this world, and the women want to go and take people's lives away from this world. Yeah. Women were not created for that. Mm. Allah didn't create you for that. Yeah. You go look right now. All the soldiers that have come back, what yeah. do they have? Mm. They have depression. Oh, yeah. Many of them kill themselves. Oh, yeah. Why? Because oh, yeah. they were killing people. They were transgression. They were transgressing. Yeah, they, they were doing evil. A lot of evil they things. Let's say it wasn't. Yeah. You can't just go kill 20, 30 people. You can't kill women and children, whether they're collateral damage or not. We're not going to get into the debate. Yeah. Yeah. But you physically kill people. And you know how they do it. They put on their headphones and they listen to that heavy metal that says, kill, 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 kill. They get them into that mode of killing. It's like a video game. But أخي, that doesn't go on. Allah, Allah is not a, a, going to transgress upon people. It's You're going to get rewarded for what you do. That reward is either bad or, or, or torment. And people, their torment starts in this dunya when they do evil. This is a problem. So they go... And they're going to go and kill children. And then they're going to come back and have babies. Well, you should do some research, women. Mm. And find out that most women that got into military after the training and after all the things they go through, most of them can't have children anymore. Of course. They, they their can't. womb no longer can carry a baby. No way, yeah. I, I was just doing whole research about this last week. Oh, man. So it's fresh. This is like fresh information. <laughs>
And <laughs> one girl had, uh, one woman had a, a, a lieutenant or a captain yeah. on the show, and she, she's a feminist. Oh, she yeah. kept on pushing her. You look like you're strong and you did okay. She said, I'll tell you something. From all the trauma, I can no longer have children. She said it. She said, yeah, I might look physically fit. Yeah. I am only 40% as strong as the weakest man. That's what mm. she said on live TV, Echi. Mm. Broadcast. She said, what? I'm only 40% of the weakest man. That means if a soldier punches her in between the eyes, yeah. he's going to knock her out. Yeah. If he knocks, if he hits her on her teeth and he punches her hard, yeah. he's going to break all of her teeth. Force you might get a force. fat lip or, uh, yeah. you know, or bleed. She's going to lose her teeth. Yeah. Their bone structure is not the same. Yeah. The strength of a man, a woman can sit and punch you all day. I mean, she's going to have to be a very strong woman, yeah. you know, and whatnot. Yeah. And I'd love to see all these women that are out there, you know, jump into strong an MMA cage with one of the, the greatest, you know, the greatest and the greatest get together. I know there's a lot of craziness on yeah, yeah, HBO yeah. where women and men are fighting, but they oh. bring the weak men, the 40 percenters. Yeah. Then they bring the strongest women that are sometimes were men and they look like women. <laughs> and those are just for entertainment. Oh, yeah, and that's are... why there's this in the Olympics. We yeah. had this huge issue about men. Joining, who became women? Joining, they continue. changed their they you know, changed their sex and so forth, and they became yeah. women. Yeah. That it wasn't fair. Destroying a man is stronger than a woman physically. His brain is bigger. It computes differently. It's more logical. Yeah, he's good at war warfare. Anything yes. that men created sports because they were not in war. Yes. So true. <laughs> Men had nothing going on. They said, let's create a let's create a game where we are fighting tigers, yes. where we are fighting lions. Yes. And that's how the Titans started. Yeah. And then they started fighting against each other. Yeah. And, and that's men that are not going to war, mm -hmm. that are not shooting and killing. They're trying to beat each other. Yeah. That's where they had American football. Look at the crazy men that are playing rugby. No crazy. helmets, nothing. Then women want to do the same thing. And you got your wife coming in with a black eye and a concussion. Looks so sexy and beautiful. <laughs> crazy, 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 crazy stuff. Uh, Sheikh, um, so how long does it take for a, a man and his wife or a, and a wife and her husband to become compatible with one another? Okay, the, and how much work does that need? Okay. We had a saying back home that used to say yeah. that if the two hearts were to join, yeah they would have to be ripped apart first. For two Very hearts to join, yeah. they would have to be ripped apart for meaning. That's true. They would have to go through a lot of hardship for them to kind of coincide yes. and become one. Yeah, that's so true. That's a good metaphor, yeah. Okay. So, uh, and I'm not going to say it in Arabic, but for those of you listening to me uh, that are Tunisians, you will know this, th yeah. this uh, method very well. Yeah. But I'm saying, like anything, mm -hmm. You have to put in the effort. Yeah. You have to put in the effort. You have to put in the effort. That's true. Let me say it again. You have to put in the effort. Mm. If you, the less effort you put in, the less successful you're going to be. Mm, very interesting. It can take a year. It can take five years. Yeah. Some people just never get it. Yeah. It's either one or the other or both. Mm. And I, a lot of people, oh, we're not compatible. Very okay, then what? Why? Why can't you become compatible? I need to understand. Okay, I have a little daughter. She's a mini me, the one that asked me the question, that yeah. smart question. You always you love the boys old, yeah. more. And mashallah, may Allah preserve her. Yani. Yeah. Okay, she's tough. She's a little mini me. 
She's <laughs> like the strongest daughter of my daughter. She's going to be a little, she's probably an ENTJ for those of you who are studying yeah. the personalities. <laughs> and the ENTJ women are 1.42% and the men are 1.98%. Yeah. That's why we're very rare and we're very dangerous. Um, <laughs> read about it, you'll know. Um, we're good at being commanders and stuff like that on the yeah. battlefield. So that's yeah. why sometimes it feels like it's a battlefield in here. <laughs> 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 that's just that's uh, that's that's uh, that's our nature. Alhamdulillah, ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala to utilize us for that which pleases Him. Inshallah, all I of mean, us. I we mean, all I have mean. we all have something we could bring to the table. I mean, I mean, but I mean. for that daughter, for instance, I already know she, as a father, hmm. and this is the biggest issue why most people don't end up getting into a good relationship or hmm. marriage hmm. in their relationship, hmm. a, a relationship in their marriage hmm. is because the parents did not do their job. Both sets of parents were lazy. Very important. Or ignorant, important. or careless, yeah. or all of the above. Ajeeb. Like right now, I know what my daughter is. I'm keeping an eye on her. I watch. I know what she does. I know she's fussy. She's do- She's she's bossy. She's doing all these little different things, which yeah. my other daughters don't do. Yeah. Okay, because I have other kids. Of course. So the problem with that is if I bring her a strong man, for instance, somebody who is going to put his foot down, yes. they're not going to last. Oh. They're just not going to last. They're ne- they'll never be compatible. Interesting. Okay. She would have to work so hard uh-huh. to submit to him. Yes. But it's going to be it's going to it's going to be it, tough. It will be boxing. You're just going to box. You mean a guy like you? Uh, yes. <laughs> we would be great as far as you know, like father son uh, yeah. relationship, but we're still going to have our hardships. Of course. But she could not marry somebody like me. Okay. Absolutely not. No way. And after puberty, I might see that change. But yeah. usually the personalities, they don't, they don't change. change, especially after four or five. Once they get to four and five, yeah. you see a lot of the threads that actually will remain. They're just okay. they're stubborn. They're hard or they're soft or they're they're agreeable. They're disagreeable. She's very disagreeable. OK. And disagreeableness should be less in women than it is in men. Of course. So that's why I said that and I think she's in ENTJ. I'm like 90 percent sure right yeah. now. They're so rare. Yeah. There's a lot that I can start teaching her at an early age to help her become more Maintain. soft, more feminine. Well, yeah. And I, I, and that's my job. That's your job that's, as a father. That's yeah. why I said the fathers that are just sleeping on their side and they're pulling the shisha and sucking on a pipe all day or at the coffee shop and they don't know what's going on. Allah's going to ask them. Why did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say, Save yourselves and your family members from hellfire. Because he's, mm-hmm. he's responsible, he's going to be asked yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. So I'm aware of this daughter. And my older daughter is the total opposite. She's soft-spoken, she's mm. shy, she's modest. Masha'Allah. Okay? Yeah, yeah. I won't want her to marry a guy like me either. Come on now. Now you've been a father. It's too much time to have it. What's I'm going telling on? you. <laughs> and I'm serious. I'll tell you why. But I might be too extreme for her. Okay. So she needs somebody that is a little bit pick up than she is. Yes. But not too extreme because then they're just going to be so opposite. Yeah, yeah, they say yeah. opposites attract. Yeah. Okay. But if they're really, really opposite sometimes, yeah, it, can be. it makes it really hard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it, anything can come together with yeah. work. Yeah. I, I might be wrong with this and she'll marry a really s- strong person, yeah, yeah, just yeah. a stubborn her or more. Yeah. And it will be just great. And those yeah. guys will click together and they'll go, you know, you know, go to the moon together and buy a piece of land there because uh-huh. they're that type of personality that will. Yeah. They aim, you know, aim for the moon and go to Mars type yeah. of thing. Yeah. So, but I'm just talking about what I'm keeping my eyes out. I'm, yeah. I'm telling you this for a reason that parents should look into every single personality of their sons and their daughters. Yeah. And I'm not talking about just taking a personality test. You'll see, no, you'll no. see how they act. 
That's and true. you have to know at an age, okay, who's going to be a good fit for this person? Yeah. Because you know when I'm when I'm at the masjid, I'm scouting. Always this scouting. Is very important. Okay. I'm scouting the kids that are coming in 16, 17 years old, 18, 19. I'm there every time. I've said for 15 years, mashallah, alhamdulillah, may Allah, you know, reward all of us. I've prayed at the masjid almost 90, 95% of the time, mm. what any any country I'm at. Mashallah. So I know those who are coming to the Fajr are pretty I, serious. Yeah. And that's oh, yeah. why I, 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 both of my boys, they get up and they come to the masjid. Mashallah. You know, Ahmed drives now, alhamdulillah, has his own car. It's like, meet me at the masjid. I'm not going to wait for you. I don't bus you around. They don't shuttle. You have your own car. You have your alarm. You wake up for school. You wake up for salat. Yeah, you do it on your own. You're not going to come to the masjid. I'm going to take the car away. Mm. The car was very bought to go to purpose. the masjid. That's a very, very important technique there, yeah. Well, I mean, it's easy. When you yeah. go to work, yeah. they give you certain criteria and certain of things course. that you need to of do. Of course, yeah. If you don't do it, they fire you or they give you a warning. Yes. There has to be consequence in life for us to improve. That's true. If there's no consequence, you never improve. That's true. Why do people pray? Either they're afraid to go to hellfire yeah. or they love Allah so much. Yes. Those who love Allah so much are very far and few in between. Yeah. Most people pray so they don't go to hellfire. That's true. Because there's a consequence. Consequence. And then by doing that and you yeah. do it enough, Allah yeah. allows you to love Him. Yeah. Allah loves you and then you love Him back. Yes. So that's very important. Very important. So the, the, having the understanding who your kids are yes. and preparing them and looking for somebody for them. Yes is very important. And I say this in this, especially in this day and age, somebody will come back and say, well, the Sahaba, you don't know the Sahaba, what they did, because they <laughs> lived together. Everybody knew everybody. That's true. When I'm back home, when I want, wanted to marry my wife, my aunt, and she went and asked all the neighbors, went to ask everybody about that girl. Does she have any boyfriends? Does she go out? When does she come home? Mm. I, I wasn't there, but most people would go and follow the girl for two, three weeks to see if she's walking home with anybody from school. This is like some crazy stuff. Crazy investigative. People in, in, uh, oh, but yeah. that's what you should do. That's and it you, should be yeah. both parties. That's true. But if I see you at the masjid, and I know you at the masjid, you're yeah. playing Fajr. Yeah. I'm like, mashallah, this is the kid. I, You know, I would... And then I would say something like, hey, I have a, a, a younger daughter, mashallah, Ahmed and my kids. And if he has radars, <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll pick that like, up. Oh, if he's not, he's not ready. He's not ready. That's true. I do all that work. Yeah. Why? Yeah. I want to prepare the groundwork yeah. for my children to be successful. That's true. Because that's what Allah's asking me about. That's why I'm here. Yeah. I want my children yeah. to stand on my shoulders. I don't want them to start fresh every time. No. This is the issue with most of the Muslim ummah today yeah. is people just let their children be and they don't teach them any. Yeah, they teach them don't steal uh, maybe mannerisms and food and yeah. all those things you can learn in a 30 minute video. That's you true. can go learn about etiquette on YouTube right now. That's you can so learn true. how to eat and, and drink etiquette and you can sit down with kings and queens within a month. That's true. That can be taught. It doesn't cost much. An etiquette mm. school will cost about $1,200. <laughs> how do I know that? Because I did research about it. <laughs> and I'm going to send my daughter to that etiquette school so she knows how to be a proper lady. It's called lady school or, or, or etiquette school. And she oh, sits down with a real feminine woman and she teaches her how to walk and she teaches her how to talk. Very it's not just daddy. Women should do this, but most of our women, I'm sorry, don't know these things. No, no. So our men have to take things into their own hands. And I'm not talking yeah. about just my wife or my family. I'm, I'm talking about in general, I do all those things for my children okay. to give them the highest rate of success. That's true. And I don't want them one day, whether I'm dead or alive, they yeah. say, 
I wish my dad taught me this. Mm, so true. Because I always talk to young men and women, and you were probably one of them when you were trying to get married and we yeah. discussed. I know for sure most young men, they come and they ask for advice because they say, my, my dad doesn't want me to get married. Ajib. My mom doesn't want me to get married. They want me to finish school. These people are so disconnected. Imagine that their parents don't even want them to get married. How do you think they've prepared them for the past 10 years? They have not. How can they be marriage material? That's why I was telling those brothers, so I come back to that, maybe that sounds a little bit harsh for a lot of you. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. People come and consult with me. I've been doing this for 20 years. Yeah. I didn't start this last night. Yeah. <laughs> and I've advised people that are 50 years old, and I've advised people that are 15 years old, and I've been throughout that spectrum. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. Fadl min Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because yeah. I do a lot of research about yeah. this stuff. Yeah. So when the people, they come and they ask these questions, yeah. or they say, I want you to wait until you're 25. They're Ajib. just procrastinating. Mm-mm-mm. I'm going to throw in a plug for a book, yeah. you guys. For those of you who are procrastinators, which is 90% of our ummah and yeah. humanity, it's called Eat That Frog. It's a little book. It's maybe about 100 pages. It's called Eat That Frog. Wow, that's interesting. I, for, I forget the author. I've read this book like 20 years ago. It's one of the books I've handed out many times to people. Oh. It's called Eat That Frog. That's very interesting. We'll talk about more books and more that. podcasts, inshallah, ta'ala, yeah. but I'll let you answer the next question. Okay. Was <laughs> that uh, a wise man who... Uh, this discussion is going to be a little bit tough talking about raising kids and how can the wife and the husband uh, keep a stable Muslim family. Mm. So this one uh, Muslim man said, if you're a parent, Muslim parent raising kids in the West, you cannot have these three things together, meaning you got to sacrifice one of them. He said, income, having income, putting food on the table, raising your kids properly with proper etiquette and deen, and keeping the family together. He said, one of these three, you got to sacrifice in order to uh, create a family that's successful. Okay. So, does number this one, guy he have said, the, does this guy, oh yeah. is he old enough he to old make enough. that assessment? Oh, oh yeah, old enough, yeah. And did he His come here at an early age or oh, yeah, has yeah. he been here for long enough long to time. realize that? A long time, 20 okay. to 30 years. Okay. I don't know the exact number. Nah. And then he said, clearly you cannot give up the income because you need to put food on the table. Nah. A man has to work and provide for his family. Uh, number two, uh, you must raise your kids upon deen and and uh, and proper etiquettes. Mm. Number three, how can you gain one and two and keep the family together? He said was probably one of the hardest things ever. How do you provide a safe environment? And you're with your kids, and you have a stable job, and you have an environment that's safe for your kids and family. What are your thoughts on this in a nutshell? Was he right? For most people, well, he I can say it's right. So what he did was he took the Muslim he took his family to uh, a Muslim country Muslim country and he went back and forth worked for ten years yeah. and then when he got tired he switched with his wife uh, and all of the kids kind of grew older and then you know yeah, what the I mean the biggest issue is that kids need their parents in their lives yes both parents yes people don't understand that the idea of the village yeah. no longer exists yeah <laughs> meaning that the child is raised by a village, village no it's done yeah we don't even accept it. Like yeah. if, if me and my brother, for instance, or my sister yeah. or my cousin are not on the same page yeah. and one of them is giving nasiha to my son, I'm going to be the first one yeah. to say, hey, please, don't give him no nasiha. I don't want you to to, <laughs> to taint any of the teachings I've been doing. Oh, man. Okay. And I'm not saying that because I in think I'm perfect or no, right. No no, 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 no. And they will say, that, that, unfortunately, they would tell you the same thing. Same thing, yeah. Because Muhammad Susi is saying, musiqa is haram. 
Yeah. Muhammad Susi is saying uh, you can't have uh, friends. Yeah. Not, I mean, my 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 sons. Yeah. I'm very selective, or tell them to be very selective with yeah. who they befriend. Yeah. Because that friend could take you, and sooner or later, just doesn't take long. Yeah. And they're both smoking marijuana together, or doing drugs or whatever. It's so easy to do in this country. Oh yeah. So we're very selective and very careful. Yeah. I think I'm like a little bit overprotective with my kids, and yeah. I ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala to guide us, and that that Inshallah Taala they will see that and benefit from it, versus thinking, oh, my dad wanted to just put us in control and uh, control us, and, and and I'm far from that. Yeah. I try to con- to to keep to give them an environment that where they can have some fun. Yeah. I'll take them boating. I'll take them jet skiing. I'll take them tubing. Yeah. We go to the lake almost weekly. I create memories with my kids. Mm-hmm. It's very important that you do that. Yeah. Kids don't need a lot to have good memories with their parents because they want to have good memories. Even if they have little memories, they will make them great. That's true. Because they will create their own memories. But you have to have something to work with. Yeah. So the issue is most parents, if they do this, then the, the kids don't have a huge attachment to their father or mother or both. Mm. And what and another big problem is if you're a father yeah. and your kids are in a different country, wherever that Muslim country is right now, it's yeah. just not safe. Yeah. Very important point. You, you as a father can't control your kids from far away. That's true. And you don't share the sorrows with them. Mm. That's true. So you have to be there to kind of just see just the fact that you say hey what's going on mm-hmm. they know that you care of course every child will say i know my father cares mm-hmm. but it's different when i've done it ten thousand times over 20 years and it's different when i've done it two times over 20 years of course big time they know i care but when i say it so many times they know i care yeah <laughs> <laughs> nobody can take that away from me yeah so it's very important i everywhere on this dunya right now is full of fitna of course this is we cannot escape it. You yeah. go to Egypt. I've lived in Egypt. I've taken yeah. my kids to Egypt, and yeah. we lived there for five years. And yeah. to get the Arabic language, and still, it was very difficult to do. Yeah. I did some of the going back and forth as well because yeah. I had to. But being with your kids is very, very important. Then you have to really find where is the environment that you can practice your dean. Yes. And a lot of that has to do with how strong you are as a Muslim. That's true. How strong your Iman is. And I'm not talking about strong, like willing to battle or fight or you have to have resolve. Mm -hmm. You have to want to, you know how to say no. Yeah. You know, the Arabs say, Mm. that the young kid is raised in the manner that his father has taught him so. Mm. You know, if you take your kid to the masjid long enough, sooner or later they're going to want to go to the masjid. You teach your kid to say proper words or to play basketball or anything, they're going to love to do that. Of course. And so forth and so on. And that is engraved in a child's psyche. Nobody can take that away. Mm. No matter how they intellectually try to brainwash them, that does not go away. We've seen people leave Islam. Oh, yeah. We've seen people deviate. Of course. Subhanallah, they come back. We've yeah. seen a lot of people come a back. A lot of people back. Yeah. We've seen a lot of the youth, they leave at 16, 17 because they think, I know I got it all figured out. Yeah. <laughs> you barely know how to make wudu. If you're 16, 17, you yeah. think you got it figured out, you don't even know how to do a stinja yet properly. I guarantee yeah. you that. Oh, yeah. So don't say you know how to, you, don't, you haven't figured nothing out. You <laughs> barely know how, you just, you just learned how to tie your shoes last year. Yeah. What do you know? Doesn't mean you're dumb or you're ignorant. No, no, no but no. you don't know enough. Yeah, you don't know enough. 
So, you know, so having, coming back to this, I can understand where maybe this father's coming from just because life is so difficult. Yeah. So the, the brother, mashallah, I mean, maybe I don't disagree with his theory. The thing is, is we come back to there has to be a plan. Yeah. You know, if you're going to have children, yeah. you want to have a plan. Oh, yeah, big time. You know, Nabi Sallallahu He told the men to find the proper wombs to where you put your Offspring. seed. Seed. Mm. So, and this is not just, you know, the deen part of it. It's the person that you can mesh with that can help you that has the same goal as you. Mm. So if we're getting married to have prodigy mm. and to have extension of this life, to have Muslim children, to have more Muslim offspring, yeah. I have to pick the right person for that. Of course. For instance, if if my wife says, you know what, I can't deal with being around children for more than a half an hour, then you shouldn't get married. <laughs> or let the person know that you're getting married to that I might just want to be a female and have one or two kids. Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah. But be honest. So the thing is, is a lot of us are not honest up front. SubhanAllah. You know, we, we change the deal later on. And yeah. what do we do? Yeah. We say, oh, I, I'll change their mind. Yeah. The biggest biggest yeah. warning I, I tell every woman I tell every man everyone that's getting married yeah please don't ever think you're going to change your spouse very very important point a lot of people say women will say well I, I'm going to marry him he'll start praying <laughs> see if he if he's not praying knowing that uh, if he dies tomorrow Allah's going to throw him in the hellfire unless he forgives him but he's, he's going to get punished he's not worried about that why is he going to do it for you SubhanAllah. And why would you hang out with somebody that doesn't pray? If they don't pray, oh, then they, you can't talk to them about anything. Mm -hmm. So this is another issue. And oh, for yeah. me, just praying is not enough. Yeah. You have to be at the masjid. I have to see you there all the time. Yeah. That way I can't trust you with my daughter, Akhi. Because our daughters, like these brothers, they said, my daughter's worth 100000 What I want to do is I want to give my daughter to somebody that thinks she's worth a million. Not because he's tied in to the money if he divorces or leaves or they want to divorce. It's not that, Akhi. I don't want nobody's money. Mm. Allah is the razzaq. Allah who's going to give me sustenance. I don't need nobody's money and I don't want to take any prisoners. Akhi, I don't want my kids to be prisoners. You mm. want me to buy somebody else's child? Mm. What are you doing? They're giving you money and you're, they're tie you're tying them down with that money. And you're saying, I'm forcing you to stay with my daughter. You know, and this is, I want my daughter to be worth a million bucks. Yes. She knows how to talk. She knows how to walk. She knows how to do her beauty, her makeup. She knows how to dress. Yeah. She knows how to talk properly. She's, a, you know, she's helpful. She's dutiful. She's submissive. She's fit. She's a good, rounded young woman. Yeah. She's educated. She's smart. You can count on her. Yeah. That's what I want to offer this man who has to have at least these things in order for her to submit to him. This is the issue. If you have to be submittable material, That's if you're true. not submittable material, you should not get married. That's a good point. And the parents have to do their work in finding, I need to prep my daughter. Yes. Echi, how many years do we go to school to get a bachelor's degree? Four years. No, we don't. More than that? Oh, uh, 16 years? Huh? <laughs> 16? Most people can't just go and get a bachelor's degree, right? No. They need to go to high school for how many years? Four. 12 years? Yeah, 12 years, the whole process. 12 years of high school just to get into Calm. a bachelor's program, yes. and then it takes them four more years. SubhanAllah. So Never thought about it that that's way. That's 16 years of education, right? Yeah. 
12 16 and 4, years. 16? Yep, 16, years. 16 years of education. What do you do when you get out of college? Do you go and just get a job that you've absolutely studied for or you still have to train? You have to train. You have to train. So you mean that if you're an engineer, when you go to Honeywell or you go to 3M or whatever yeah. companies are here in the cities, yeah. you still have to train for six months to a year to, oh, yeah. to get good at your job of course. and two to five years to be very good at your job? Of course. Okay. Why is the marriage any different? You tell me. <laughs> if it takes you two years to figure out how the computer system works, how yeah. much time do you think it's going to take for you to figure out a human being who has emotions, who has problems, who has stress? Long time. Because that person's emotions and stress are variable. The of computer course. isn't. Yeah. So people go to school for 20 years, 15, 16, up to 20 years yeah. to get a job, to be a yeah. good surgeon, to do just to have a niche. SubhanAllah. Or a niche, if you want to be properly said. Yeah. Why do you think it doesn't take that much time to be successful at a marriage? Ajib. Okay, I'm going to tell I'm going to throw some crazy stuff out here. Mm-hmm. For instance, like I said, I have daughters, I have children. They all need braces. They didn't get that from me at all. <laughs> okay. I'm responsible. Yes. For them to have their braces. Yes. It's not it's not her husband's no. responsibility. No. So why does a 27 or 28-year-old who gets married, who has a master's or two master's degrees, yeah. will come to her husband's house and she's myth- she's missing a tooth? Oh. For whatever reason, she's missing a tooth. Mm. I don't care how poor you are. Mm-hmm. You just don't do that. Mm. That's your responsibility. Mm. A woman should want to take care of herself. Why did you have a tooth take- be taken out anyways, mm-hmm. for instance? There's a cavity, there's issues, maybe because we did not know how to take care of our teeth, not proper hygiene, Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe they have issues. Fix the problem. That's it. Okay. 17 to 27-year-old, once again, she's going to get married. Mm -hmm. She has a mole on her nose. Mm. Why not take care of the mole? Mm. It's not haram to to remove it. No. (laughs) We have the tools. I don't care if it costs $10,000. Yeah. Get installments. Get a loan. Go work a second job. Don't send your daughter to somebody that's going to say, why didn't your dad take care of this? Why should I take care of it? It's not my responsibility as a future husband. Mm. And it's the same. It goes the other way around. Same thing, yeah. I I hope you guys understand. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to give my children the best chance they have at being successful. Mm. In order to do that, I have to do a lot of work. Mm. A lot of work. That's true. Achi, I'm not going to say, oh, somebody's going to come to her and he's just going to love her the way she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that might be true. But they might not notice those things until later after they get married. Mm. Or what's even worse than that, that the daughter herself, and I use the woman as an example because women, men are cavemen. Mm-hmm. You know, we can look messed up. We we don't care a lot of times or yeah, we, in yeah. our culture, we don't care too much about these yeah. things. Yeah. But the daughter, you know, I've heard a lot of Americans said, my daughter's teeth are crooked. Who's going to marry her? Who am I going to marry her to? Mm-hmm. So even the non-Muslims are very aware of, of this. Of course, of course, of course. You know, it's it's different when a woman smiles at you and her teeth are beautiful and they're nice and they're oh, yeah. clean. Oh, yeah. And she doesn't have bad breath, for instance. Oh, Same yeah. thing with the guy. Mm. But the woman is the one who was Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he said, talks about the woman that was born in the um uh, in a soft cloth, meaning yeah. she was cut from a soft cloth. And in arguments, she is not very vocal. Mm. 
If you look at this A and look at our women today, they are so vocal in arguments, they have left their feminine. They've left their feminine a long time ago. Mm. Allah, He created and He says, Because the woman in arguments, she is not very articulate. Why? Because mm. she starts to cry or she starts to, she lose, she starts to get emotional. Oh, so yeah. she doesn't have that train of thought of ar being argumentative, yeah. arguing back and forth. Yeah. But today's women, أخي, mm. today's women, they're so good at it. <laughs> the more a woman is good at it, the more she's left her feminine and That's she true. got into her masculine. Mm. And it's very dangerous. I didn't know these things until I was 35. <laughs> I'm giving you guys the stuff that you're going to know so early on mm. that if you talk with an argumentative future wife, just run. Run from the hills. Run for the hills. Yeah. An argumentative wife is in her masculine. Period. Yeah. She could be passive aggressive. That's what a lot of people, oh, she's so soft-spoken. She's passive-aggressive. Mm. Passive-aggressive, she might not tell you the words, but she's not listening. Mm. The result is the same. Of course. I, I can sit here and argue with you to convince you and, and mm. we butt heads. And at the end, you say, I just don't want to do what you want. That's fine. But there's the people that kind of look at you like, oh, yeah, like you're thinking they're they're agreeing with you. And yeah. they're like, whatever. Yeah. I'm not doing it. I'm not agreeing with that nonsense. <laughs> That's passive aggressive, Achi. <laughs> so you have to realize these things at an yeah. early age. That's Look true. at them. To avoid it. And the more work you put on yourself, if you go to 17, 18 year old and she's like, Oh, I don't know how to cook. I don't know how to clean. You're not ready to be a wife. I don't even cook for my own mom. Who I you? don't care. <laughs> You're not cooking for me. And I wanted I brought this up for a reason, Achi. Yeah. I don't just talk about this stuff yeah, for yeah. I, I have a question. If a mother's, she has two kids. Yeah. And they're under the age of five, so they're not going to school. Yeah. And she's home. Yeah. Taking care of those kids. Yes. Even a feminist who has a hundred to $200,000 job, she's an executive and she bullies people around and yeah. people bring her coffee and she's yeah. highly successful. She wants to have children and raise them. So she's at home at this time. Yes. In this two, four, five year period. Okay. Yeah. Who does she cook for in, at noon? Her kids. You know why she cooks? Because she's smart, she's educated, and she's very intelligent and thinks that cooking is healthier than eating junk food. <laughs> huh? And she goes to Whole Foods, of course, and buys organic. Yeah. Because she can afford it. She's an executive. Yeah. Right? Or yeah. a business owner. She's running around <laughs> with the phone on the side of her hijab. Yeah. Like a lot of our sisters do. Um, who's she cooking for? She couldn't cook for the man. Because the first thing you'd hear is, I'm not going to cook for him. I'm not going to clean for him. Yeah. That's a new move. I'm outside of the house 12 hours a day. Yeah. Who are you cooking for? <laughs> the kids. Herself. Herself, Doesn't too. Doesn't she eat? Oh, yeah. Big time. She needs to eat. Those 50 pounds are not there for, uh, you know, for no reason. <laughs> And it's if, if every woman that has a child will gain weight. And I'm not saying that in a derogatory way, just so you understand. Yeah. But that's proof. Yeah. Of gaining weight. Yeah. And the reason why women gain weight when they're pregnant. Yeah. Is because they have ACG in their body. Mm. And when they when they eat any kind of fat or carbohydrates, well, they have ACG in their body, mm -hmm. which is the hormone, the pregnancy yeah. hormone. Yeah. They gain weight. Yeah, quickly. Yeah. So this is the scientific reason. So nobody's thinking they eat too much or whatever. Yeah. Um, anyways, and that, anyways. So there's a diet out there called the ACG diet and so forth. If those people want to research that, I've heard about it. So coming back to that is. Yeah. You're cooking for yourself. Of course. And the children. Yeah. 
And maybe if I come home and I didn't have a meeting or did not eat out, I will have dinner with you guys. Yeah. So why is this whole notion that I cook and clean for him? Ajib. When I come, I mentioned this in the halaqa. When I come from Dallas mm-hmm. and I sit here, I have a condo and I stay in this condo yeah. when I'm here. Akhi, I use half of the bed. Yeah. <laughs> I open my suitcase. I have my clothes are hanging, everything, my towels, everything throughout the house because there's no kids, there's nobody, it's just me. Yeah. Akhi, that house could sit like that for a year. That's true. I won't need to vacuum it. I won't need to do anything. anything I'm yeah. only in there to sleep. All I have to do is make the sheet in the morning. That's, that's it. That's if I'm if I have time. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I just don't do it. Yeah. And then when I come back, it's sitting in the same location. Mm-hmm. Nobody touched. Nobody messed with it. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying, and I could and I stay for a week, and it's fine. And guess what? For every man that needs somebody to cook for him, that you can always go to your mother. <laughs> so uh, what I'm trying to say is yeah, 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 yeah. quite facetious um, is that please sister stop saying this I cook for him and clean for him yeah well if there's three four kids and you that's four people he's a he's only one fifth of the whole situation yeah he's pretty insignificant in the equation in yeah. the equation but in but he's you know most people will do for their bosses that what they're not willing to do for their spouse and this bothers me a lot that's so sad you're telling me that, okay, and I've mentioned this before a long time, you know, many times maybe in the khutbahs or halaqahs or whatever, yeah. is that a sister will spend two hours, like we said earlier. Yeah. Even Muslim sister might, let's say she does an hour because she has the nice hijab and she has to do this and she has to put a touch of at least mascara so she doesn't look like she got out of bed <laughs> and people are going to laugh at her and say, oh, you're not a good Muslimah, you're not clean, you're not. So she yeah. has to put some touch on it, of course. Yeah. Okay. And she, and she goes to work. Yeah. Don't you have to smile to your boss? Of course. No, don't you have to be friendly, feminine, cooperative at work? Of course. The more you love the job, the more submissive you're going to be at work. Of course. This is men Proven. or women. Anybody. The more you like the job, the more submissive. The more you love the job, the more submissive you will be. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about any funny business. Yeah. It's human nature. Yeah. Women have taken men so much for granted in this day and age that they know the man's not going to leave. That's why they don't want to submit to him. Um, he won't leave. He'll never leave me. So That's no why point. she allows herself to go. That's why she gets dressed up for work. When she gets home, she puts her hair in a bun. She starts to smell like onions. And when he walks in, he's like, what's this? Did Dracula come home? <laughs> Who would I come home to? Oh, my goodness. But where was he? Where was the man? He Working. was at work, right? Yeah. So he saw Jessica, Tanika, Makina, Shakina, yeah. Takina, all those other different peoples, different yeah. colors, different yeah. shapes. Yeah. They're dressed to the brim. Yep. They're properly make up and oh, beautiful. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. doesn't know they're going to go home and do exactly like his wife. Yeah, yeah. Some of them, you know. Mm-hmm. But if the wife does that and she just lets herself go and she's not taking care of herself, yeah. don't blame a man for being hostile or cold. Mm. You know, in... This is what a lot of people don't understand why their relationships don't work. Yeah. You have to work the relationship. You have to, put you in have time. to do Of course, Akhi, if you don't go to the gym, you're not going to get you're build the muscle. Get, no. No, no. Or no. if you don't work out, you're not going to get the no pain, the, no gain. It's like everything. Yeah. But my priority right now, for instance, if I can't go to the gym, maybe yeah. is to go to the gym. <laughs> you know, I can't go for 2 hours, but I can walk for wow. half an hour. Yeah, yeah. I can do some push-up sit-ups at home. You don't yeah. have to, you know, there's ways to be creative, especially course, in this day and age if of you course. want. Of course. There's different ways to be fit and, and so but I can practice my femininity. Yeah. 
I can go on. There's a girl on there. I'm going to plug you in. Her name is April. I forget her last name. She's a non-Muslimah. I challenge every single woman listening to me. Just go on the, the Peaceful Life. I remember now. Oh. I listen to like probably most of her videos. Her and April. Sometimes at work. Yeah, yeah, April. I forget her last name. And I, I bump into wife. these things because I'm always doing research. So yeah. I get these suggestions. Yeah. So I said, The Peaceful Wife. Well, let me hear that. She said, I was married for 15 years. I was a submissive. I was beautiful. I was staying home. My husband is well off. Even from her videos, you'll see that she lives in a very nice upscale home just from her videos. And she said, for 15 years, I was disrespecting my husband. I didn't know I was doing it. And I thought I was godly. This is a woman who was thinking. She's submissive and she's good. And she says, sometimes, how was I disrespectful to my husband? Sometimes there'd be a sock on the floor or something. I would take it and throw it at him and say, hey, can't you throw that in the laundry? But I said it jokingly. No one is disrespectful because my husband never came home and took money out of my pocket, his pocket and threw it at me and said, here, you can go buy some groceries. Oh. It all depends on how you look at it. And this is what the kuffar are doing. You guys don't listen to. I got so fed up with trying to find Muslim role models, women, Muslim role models that I went out to look for non-Muslimas to say if they can do it, yeah. we should do it. Yes. I'm serious. I mean, I got yeah. tired of it. For years, Akhi, people would come and complain about stuff. And I'm just kind of, if this girl, April, the, it's called The Peaceful Wife. I, I believe I bought that book. It's called The Peaceful Wife. Go listen to her. Go see what she says. And then you can start banging your head on the wall and say, You're going to start hitting your head and say, What kind of Islam am I practicing? It's sad, Akhi, that we have to sometimes learn our deen from non-Muslims. It's very sad, Akhi. Well, like, go, you guys go listen. Please, if anybody's listening to me, do some research, do some homework. And I would love for maybe a Muslim sister to come out and talk about these things in a proper way, in a good way. Mm. How to be the peaceful wife according to Islam. Yeah. Akhi, we said, you know, we, we understand the men are willing to do anything for their wives. Our wives are diamonds to us. Yes. Akhi, I don't want my daughter to wear hijab because I want to oppress her. No. I know there are men, if not all men out there, are going to drool. It's like a piece of candy. That's true. The more it's covered, the more it's enveloped, the more it's protected, the fresher it's going to remain. The more value, yeah. And the more, you know, like, uh, there's and there's another sister, for those of you who want to hear some tough sisters, her, her, her name is Milhan, M-I-L-H-A-N, I believe. Yeah. She's a convert. She's out, she's... She's like me on steroids. I mean, <laughs> female. Mashallah, that sister, she's oh. out there putting it down. But oh. she's she's talking about some craziness that... Uh, A lot I mean, of you might not be ready for, huh? Not ready. They don't even know exists. <laughs> they don't even know. This stuff we talked about earlier about bondage. Now, she talks about that stuff like she knew oh, family man. members that were in that life, Akhi. And she talks about it. it's unbelievable. But yeah. we're I, we're not ready for that. Yeah. I mean, sister, she's been she just learned about Islam a couple of years ago. Yeah, she's and on she's it. already wearing niqab. She's only been Muslima. She studied Islam for about a year and a half. Yeah. She took a shahada a yeah. year and a half after studying. Most Ajib. people most people take their shahada and then study. Yeah. She said, I wanted to be sure if I study, I'm going to go in it. Yeah, and wow. she's a single mother. I've listened to a lot of her videos. Like I said, a lot of times I'm at work, I get a chance to listen to stuff. Of course, of course. Why I don't even have yeah. to watch or look at the sisters or none of this. Yeah, yeah. But I need to audio, listen what's audio. going on before I send it out to people. Yeah, that's yeah, true. I can just listen to it in my AirPods, you know, and while I'm working. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. So, and I just I do that, you know. Mm-hmm. I go on the channel and I just listen to random stuff to see if there's something worthy to send to my daughter, to my of wife, or whatever. Of course. So, 
please, you guys, do some research. The more work you do, the more successful you're going to be. Yes. The harder you work, the more successful. You cannot reap the fruit of success if you've not gone through the full package hard. of hard work. So you could true. be married for 30 years, yes. but you only work hard for the 31st, and you'll start to enjoy the fruits at the 32nd and 35th. Oh, but man. up until then, you have not enjoyed your marriage. That's so Why? True. At the end of the day, if you do what Allah wants from you, mm -hmm. you'll be successful. That implies a lot of hard work. Men and women both. I talk to the women because the men right now have been put down and been put aside and the women are up there and they're the ones, you know, hitting their chest and saying, Ana laha, I can do this. I can do it. I don't need anybody. That's why I'm focusing on this because yeah. the whole world right now is saying, you go girl, you can do it. You don't need a man. I, I'm worried that you sisters will not realize how much you need a man until you get desperate and you'll never find the man that you could have or should have gotten when you were 20 to 25 years old, like we suggested. Sheikh, uh, I wish we had more time to talk about this topic. Let's talk about polygyny. And You don't want to go home tonight? <laughs> <laughs> I okay. mean, <laughs> okay. Should we post that? No, for we can talk about discussion? it. I'll, I'll give you what, do, you, do we have 10 minutes to talk about it? Polygamy, Asma. First of all, we need to understand. Yeah. When we talk about polygamy, we're talking about polygamy from, or polygyny from, a, from a, an Islamic standpoint. standpoint. Of course. Okay. Whether you can practice it in this country or that country or those countries, yeah. that's separate conversation. Totally different. Yeah. We're not telling you to disobey the laws of the land. Yeah. Okay. But what is really surprising to me, and if the West would only catch on. Yeah. Okay. No. We already know. Mm -hmm. By law, by statistics, by all the governors, all the congressmen, all the presidents, all the idiots, all the successful <laughs> people in life that they have one, two, three, four, five, ten mistresses. side chicks side that chick. whether they call them mistresses or they're just for the one night boom, bang, shebang and bye bye, forward, yeah. yang, yang. Yeah. So there's a whole industry out there called the escort industry. Yeah. yeah. And that's legal. You rent a woman to go out to dinner for you with you. Interesting. You rent a woman to just go to meeting with you, non-sexual partner. Interesting. $500 an hour, $1,000 mm -hmm. an hour, depending on how sophisticated they are. Yeah. And men rent these women literally just for conversations. I want to go to dinner. Yeah. A man is willing to spend $1,000 to have a proper conversation with an educated woman that read a lot of books. Interesting. <laughs> just go have a coffee with that woman. And he spent $2,000 that night between dinner and hotel and whatever. And he's just on an out-of-town business. Interesting. And, and, and that's good and dandy. That's permissible, Akhi. You, you go online right now. Yeah. And you go see and look up mistresses and read about all the women that are very beautiful, very successful, that are saying, I love him. I don't care if I see him once a month. Testimonies, Akhi. Because I've done a lot of research on this. Ajib. And go see the women that are just willing to be called his mm. in secret. The government knows this. Yeah. If, you, if the feminist movement cares so much about women, women yeah. and wants to save them, yeah. why does the feminist mo movement push women to be an object, to be a secret slave to somebody Ajib. for money? Ajib. That's a big problem, Akhi. Yeah. But for him to call her his wife, 
so that she's uh, not a secret. Yeah. She has rights just like every other wife. Yeah. You know, she gets to see the man, whether it's, you know, in Islam, the maximum is four. Yeah. We can't just go and marry no, eight-year-olds no. like a lot of the Mormons and whatnot, yeah. and we can't just marry 20 or 30. Yeah. We have etiquette. Yes. We have responsibility. We have duty. It's due and process. it's very hard to do. Mm-hmm. You know, but the thing is, too, what's being taught out there is, oh, one woman's enough. I can barely handle one. Achi, get out of the way. Let the guy that can handle more <laughs> get more. You can just get out of the way. You're a speed bump that needs to be removed from uh, the road because uh, this is 70 miles an hour right here. Yeah. Get out of the way. I don't yeah. want to hear this nonsense. A man says, I'm only going to have one. Yeah. One's enough. SubhanAllah. In no animal kingdom, Achi, is one woman enough for a true man? That's true. <laughs> Nowhere. <laughs> the only one who mm-hmm. has this backwards are hyenas. Oh, man. And I don't think anybody wants to be a hyena. No way. All right? And yeah. I'm not, you go look up hyenas and yeah. how the females, they have, they're half male, half female. They're twist. They're messed up. Yeah. And they're the biggest one and they're the one who is dominant. Yeah. It's only hyenas. Yeah. All the rest of the animal kingdom, the male is bigger, stronger, burlier, yeah. and has more um, females surround. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Oh, we compare ourselves to animals. When you guys want to compare yourselves to animals, you, you say it. But when you don't, you kind of you pick and choose. Okay. Yeah. That's just an example. All right. Yeah. But having this said, we've are it's already been proven. Yeah. Okay. Let me tell you something. We need to talk about this, please. You know how many people pray? Percentage of Muslims that pray? Probably twenty uh, percent. How many of those pray their salat on time? 20%. Do you know how many of those people pray at least once in the masjid? 20%. Of that 20%. Yeah. Of, the, of that number. I don't know. So if you look at the entire Muslim world, yeah. barely 1% prays at the masjid yes. on time. Many of you women want that 1% guy that prays at the masjid. That is not, it's not in his psyche to cheat on you. Mm-hmm. It's not in his psyche to go do haram. No. It's not in his psyche to steal or, 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 or do anything that displeases Allah. Yeah. Muslim women, you need to understand that the white women and the black women and the women, this, they're, try, they're finding this out and they're going after your men. That's true. Akhi, they're going after your men. Do you know right now, if these women that are out there know that you're 18, to 25 and you're a virgin yeah. and you never had a girlfriend yeah. and you're not going to cheat you didn't cheat while you could yeah. how would you cheat after you get married yeah. do you know if they knew that what they would do oh they would God. kill for that man because yeah. most of their men are not loyal no they're way. not strong they're weak yes you know if we say our Muslim men are weak and we are trying to get that revive them the non-Muslim men are weaker yeah. They're just weak, period. Yeah, so true. Because if a man doesn't hold himself from 13 to 18, yeah. that's age of desperation. Mm. From the age that you start to like women or the opposite sex, and you hold yourself, meaning you're not going to do haram, that creates an urge in you, a lion urge to when you get married, you're ready to rock it. Yeah. They don't have that. No. So from 13 to 18, they're out there having sexual Relations. Of course. They're having relations with yeah. other girls. Yeah. So they become numb. That's so true. They've seen a lot of nudity. They've seen a lot of 
you know, adult movies, it's in a lot of haram. Yeah. So now when they get married, they can't stay with one woman. No, they can't. You can't, Akhi. You can't. Akhi, if I've looted. driven 10,000 cars and yes. you give me a Honda, there's no way I'm going to be happy with that no Honda. Way. No way. I'm going to be like, I've driven a Ferrari, I've driven a Porsche, I've driven a, you know, high-end Lexus, a, you know, whatever, a yeah. Bugatti, a Aston Martin. <laughs> yeah. I can't go back to this. No way. This is the problem of the kuffar. Yeah. If the women, the non-Muslim women, yeah. If we had a label, us Muslim men yeah. had a label on our foreheads that say we are that man, yeah. Wallahi, they will kill for you. Wallahi, they will kill for you. Yeah. But our women, they'll have a line in the house yeah. that has done the impossible, has never cheated on them, has yes. never done haram, doesn't text and or type or smash or it's not even on Facebook, Akhi. Yeah. And we don't treat him like the king that he should be treated, Akhi. That's that's haram, man. That's that's Allah is going to punish us for that. Why? Whomsoever had a ni'mah, Allah has given you this ni'mah. You're one of one of one of one one percent. Yeah. You're one in a million. Yes. And a lot of our brothers are. They're one in a thousand, let's That's say, true. just one to be in a thousand, one yeah. in a thousand for sure. Yeah. That pray, that are not going to cheat, they're not doing haram. You know, they pray qiyam al-layl, If your husband prays qiyam al-layl, yeah. should be kissing his feet every night. Shouldn't be fighting him. What is wrong with these women? This is very dangerous. SubhanAllah. And then we've seen a lot of brothers, unfortunately, they get to a certain point where I'm stuck now. I have three, four kids. I can't leave because if I leave, my kids will get lost why because the village is no longer there so i'm the only one who can do the tarbiyah so i have to stay in a miserable situation because of the kids now the kids are going to have problems because they see i'm having problems why a man is just asking a woman to submit akhi just to be feminine Ajit. work hard do your part if a man is out there he prays he's a good man he's working eight to ten hours every single day yeah he should be worshipped he mm. should be worshipped and when mm. I say that, I don't say that in worship and other than Allah, some, some I don't want to say idiot, but I said it, right? It's going to go, oh, you said, no. He should be utterly respected by you and your family. That's true. He should be called. He should be said good morning to every morning when he's at work. Good yeah. morning. Have a great day. Thank you for breaking, bringing home the bacon, like they say. Yeah. Why? Why don't mothers who have kids, who have phones, that daddy is paying for, Mm. Who pays for it? The kids pay for it? <laughs> no. Is Bami staying home paying for it? Mm. Most of our Muslim sisters, they stay home if they have four or five kids, okay? Yeah. Most, most of them. Why aren't they sending a message every single morning? I don't care if you fought with your husband or he's mad at you or you're mad at him. That's a duty. Because when you go to work in the morning and you hate your boss, you give him a big smile. Good morning, John. Did you have a great weekend? <laughs> oh, was it good? How was Christmas break? You chit chat. I don't care if you're a niqabiya, akhi. Don't tell me. If you have a job, you're not saying good morning to your boss every day. Yeah. Don't give me that nonsense. I worked in corporate America for years. Yeah. Muslim, non-Muslim, you all say good morning to your boss. Yeah, big time. Your husband is your boss. He runs the family. Treat him as such and you'll see how your life will change. Allah is not going to give you barakah if you're not treating the diamond he's giving you. You're treating it like a rough. You're treating it like a cubic zirconian from... Walmart. Mm. You treat your husband like a Walmart cubic zirconian mm. and he's a 20 carat man. Mm. Sooner or later, somebody's going to snatch him up. And if you can't do that, that's fine. Go find a wife for him to marry. And that's why we talk, uh, we talk about polygamy. polygamy yes. Only one in a thousand do it, you guys. Just relax. Your husband's not going to do it. He's just not. 
You mm. nag him, you put a leash on him, you do, you put him a keychain. If that's who you want, wallahi akhi. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, and once again, we're talking from Islamic standpoint, we're as if we're in a Muslim country and this yeah, is yeah. lawful. So yeah, nobody yeah. gets this idea that, you know, I'm promoting something that is against the law. Yeah. Okay. Ajib, yeah. But most people are willing to go against the shara of Allah. They're not willing to pray. They're willing to befriend girls. They're willing to do haram. They're willing to have girlfriends, but they won't get a second wife and make it noticeable. Ajib. Wallahi, akhi. We were talking one day, we're in a Muslim country, and this brother, he had his kids with him. And he was with the guys, and somebody said, Oh, Fulan, Fulan, mashallah, he got married. And this guy, he, has, he had his sons behind him, you know. And somebody in the crowd said, Shh, his sons are behind him. The guy said, I'm a man. My sons know that tonight I'm at their house and tomorrow night I'm at another house. I don't oh. do this in secret from my kids. Oh. So for those of you who want to get married, do it the right way. Be a man. Do yeah. it. Yes. Do it. Be a man. You know, so that's what, you know, me, so having that, first of all, Akhi, if you're going to get married to a second house, to have a sec, open a second house, make sure you're not going to ruin the first house. Mm. It's very important. The goal is not to ruin the second home. That's true. And start. And there's very different circumstances for very different people. Yeah. Okay. And if you go and look up the Dagger family, the Dagger family is a Mormon family that won a lawsuit against this guy who was married to three women. They all work, live in the same household. Uh, they're Mormons. He's very well off financially. And they started a whole serial about called sister. There's another one called Sister Wives, and this one was, I think, co-wives or something like this. So they're well known in the government. They're all out there, and they won a lawsuit recently that this guy, due to free speech, he can call these women his wives. They're not his wives on paper, yes. but they are his wife. He says, "This is my wife." Okay. It used to be before, if you say this is my wife and you're not married to her, you could be persecuted by law. Interesting. So I was reading up about this. I did not see the factual law. So be careful if you're married. Don't go out there and do nonsense until you figure out what's going on. Yeah. But you go on there and look up the daggers. Um, I think it's called daggers, D-A-G-E-R-S. And look at how this, this guy who's non-Muslim, he, he has a room in the basement that's called the king's room. Ajib. And every night, one of his wives, they spend night with him. And he has like 22 kids or 26 kids. Yeah. From, and there was the even a show right. on TV. Yeah, yeah. TLC, so, yeah. Go look it up. Is, and then there's pop? another one called Sister Wives. That There's yeah, so many that came up and they're doing it. Yeah. These people are out there living their lives, Akhi. I know where Muslims were targeted. Yeah. It, it's not that bad, Akhi. You know? yeah. I would, would you rather do haram than have a second wife? This is what we have to ask, true, you know, yeah. Yeah. and we have to really look at it objectively. Yeah. And if, like I said, if the government understood how important this is mm -hmm. and how it will save a lot of women in society, yeah. they will be begging people everywhere. Yeah. And there's already two lawsuits here and in, 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 in Canada against a federal government for allowing polygamy, whether it's men marrying men, women marrying women. That's been going on since 2009. It's a huge lawsuit that has thousands of people in it and they're non-Muslim. So just so we're talking, you know, people are not thinking I'm the only guy who's talking about this or no, there's you guys go do research. I did a whole uh, research paper about this like three, four years ago. And so having that said, Akhi, you just have to realize, please, first of all, if you're going to be a queen for somebody who deserves to be a king, maybe he won't think about marrying another wife. So true. That's one. Yeah. Just do your part. Mm -hmm. Like I said, if he's a good Muslim, 
He's praying on time. He's working. He's not lazy. Because if you're lazy, we need to beat you with a stick. Yes, yeah, true. There's no room for lazy bums. Mm. You have to work, Achi. You yes. have to grind. Yeah. You just have to. Yeah. If you're not willing to do that, Especially, you should not get married. You need to true. grind, Achi. Yeah. Especially from 20 to 45. Yeah. Those are your golden years. 20 to 25 years of hard work. Then you can scale it down and spend more time with your children as they get a little bit older yeah. and teenagers and they need your time. Yeah. It's all about a plan, Achi. Your plan for a man should be a five-year. Forget about the little plans. Everybody talks about six-month year. Five-year plan, a 10-year, 15. Have a plan. Mm. Figure out and work your plan. Plan your work and work your plan. That's what they say in business. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing of polygamy, Achi, if a sister... A lot of our sisters are against it, to be, yes. uh, to be, to be frank. Of course. And men, because they have nothing to offer. Mm. This is like buying the hundred thousand dollar girl. I'm, I'm tying you with this hundred, this fifty thousand or sixty thousand muakhar. Yeah. So you don't leave my daughter. That's what the sister said. You can't marry somebody else because she's probably going to be better. Of course. Yeah. Otherwise, he wouldn't marry. It wouldn't get in the same predicament. Yeah. Meaning, I don't want to do anything. Mm. I don't want to improve. I gave up. 30-year-old, if your husband is 30 to 40, he still has a good 25 to 35 years of being a man. Mm. If you give up on that and he can't marry, you're saying, you be my slave. You're not a slave to Allah. You're my slave. You're my keychain. We have to understand that this is like almost the only way that we can have Muslim prodigy. Mm. SubhanAllah. And it should be that oh, the woman that, for instance, let's say she just can't anymore mm. in, in intimacy with her husband. Mm. She can encourage him to marry somebody that will fulfill that, but help out. Don't be a burden in the, along the way as well. Yeah. Because there's the jealousy factors. Of course. Akhi, this whole dunya is full of trials and turbulations. Yes. Whether your husband marries or doesn't marry, you marry, you don't marry, everyone has their trial and turbulation. Of course. So we have to understand that Allah is going to you know, give us ibtila yeah. that what are we going to do? Allah At-tasbirun. gives us bala for with good, meaning abundance, mm-hmm. or with poverty, yeah. or with good and bad, mm-hmm. according to us, so not true. according to Allah. You know, when Allah tests us with something, maybe we think it's bad, but it's actually better for us. Yeah. So coming back to that is, if, if the non-Muslims knew mm-hmm. what polygamy means in Islam, watch out for your men. They're coming for them. Mm. They're coming for them. That's if so Jennifer true. saw you at work and she knew what you're all about, if she like on the video game, she'd, be, she'd, she'd go crazy. Mm. She would go crazy. Ajib. I used to be in cor- corporate America when I was 25 before I got married. Yeah. When they knew I wasn't like playing material, yeah. <laughs> they wanted to marry me, all of them. I used to be slimmer and not, no beard, nothing, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, well, they started reading the Quran. I wasn't even practicing. Oh. I don't think I've ever said this story live or any to anyone. And I'm telling you because I've been there. If they know your husband, your men are pure and they will acknowledge them, they will respect them and they will work while they stay home, they will kill for that man. That's so true. That man is a one, is a thousand. He's a one in a thousand men in Muslims. In Muslims. And he's probably one in a million or more outside. Oh yeah, big time. Well, you guys need to know the ni'mah that you have in your hands. That's true. 
don't waste it because if you're in a ni'mah and you're not thankful, thankful doesn't mean you just say alhamdulillah. Mm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Oh, the, the, the family of Dawood, do thankful. Thankfulness yeah. is in doing, do yeah. meaning give in charity to be thankful, yeah. help other people to be thankful, yeah. uphold the religion to be thankful. It's not just a tongue lip service. No. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and very few of my servants or the creation are thankful. When ibadi here could mean ibadi, uh -huh. meaning it's even worse al if only or al khalq. Uh -huh. Ibadi al khalq or ibadi al muqarrabun, uh -huh. ibadi ladina ya'budunani, those who no. worship me, no. which is even a smaller portion, no. even from those, a smaller portion, like we said, and this is closer to me because those who pray are very few. Yes. Even though they're good Muslims, yeah. that they don't, a lot of people don't pray on time. No. They pray all the prayers together, for yeah. instance, you know, or <laughs> don't pray. Or they pray one week and don't pray another. So having that, I mean, the thing with polygamy is do, do counseling and understand that it's the right of the Muslim yeah. to marry up to four if he is capable. Yes. If he can do it right. Yes. And it's encouraged for the right people because mm -hmm. there's a lot of single mothers out there that need help. Big time. You know what I'm going to hear now? Why are you going to be the only one who's going to help them? Because I'm one in a thousand. That's why. <laughs> That's why. Because the other guy's not going to do it. He just can't. Yeah. Whether physically can't, emotionally can't, yeah. and money-wise he can't. Yeah. You see how many can'ts there are? So the guy that is says, yeah, I'm willing to do it. I can do it, or yeah. he's the guy who should do it. Mm. Why? Because our sisters, our daughters that we love so much and protect, we don't want them to go out there and do haram. Of course not. Akhi, this is what the non-Muslims don't understand. They don't understand that we are a pure religion of purity. Yeah. We're not a religion of just do whatever. Yeah. We don't go to church, to the masjid to pick up people mm. like they do. They go dancing and they put on the makeup and the short skirts to try yeah. to find a man in the masjid. We're put on a niqab to try to find a man at the masjid. It's a different mentality, akhi. Because mm. those who are good brothers, they're looking for a good sister who is well-dressed, who is well-covered, who wears proper hijab. Of course. That's the one we're looking for. Of course. If you're looking for a guy who's one in a thousand, you have to be one in a thousand, of sister. Course. You yeah. have to be very submissive. You have to be, you have to make dua for, why doesn't a sister, when her husband goes out to work, she sends him a message, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Leave him a voice message. Thank you for going out there and fighting the fight. Thank you for, we love you. We appreciate you. Mm. I, 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 I'm going to say, I dare that 1% of the sisters do this mm. on a daily basis. Ajib. Not Ajib. even 1%. And that's why we have a lot of chaif. We have a lot of fighting. We have a lot of bickering. The men today don't feel appreciated. Of course, yeah. They don't. And they're doing so much, Akhi, especially mm. in this country. I know a, a lot of brothers I went to school with in Tunisia back home yeah. who are now professors teaching in college. Yeah. He says, Muhammad, he says, if I am, if I wasn't fearing Allah, my he's a, he's a physics, physics teacher, a uh, yeah. professor. Okay. He said, my students offer me fahisha just because I am somewhat successful. I'm their professor. He's 40, 42, 43, my yeah. age. Yeah. And you have 20, 21 year old girls literally hitting on him, mm. not just not subliminally. Yeah, directly. They're, they're calling him and saying, hey, I want you. This is in a Muslim country, Akhi. Subhanallah. Can you imagine what's going on here? 
Our women need to wake up. Your men are so valuable. And we're not saying our women are not valuable. No, on the contrary. Yeah. We're willing to die for our women. We love our women. Yeah. When, when, when that door knocks at midnight, I'm not telling my woman, go check who it is. No. I'm grabbing my gun and I'm hitting the door. <laughs> I'm serious. Oh, so, I mean, there's more to talk about in, yeah, as far yeah. as polygamy. Yeah. Be aware that some men might need it. Yes. Don't be that obstacle. Yes. And dear sister, if you fear Allah and your husband wants to marry another and you can't deal with it, divorce him in peace. Yeah. Don't make a, a thing out of You know, a lot of women, they say, oh, I'm going to do it for the women. I'm going to do something so evil. Yeah. I'm going to do make something so, yeah, that I'm going to teach him a lesson. Mm. Then what happens? Then she has three or four kids and she... Two, three, four years later, will be begging him to be his second wife. Mm. I've seen that more than once. Yeah. She at oh. first she's like, I can't do it. I won't do it. She tries to prove a point. The man is like, That's it. I'm done. I decided. The other girl snatched him. Achi. He's miserable at work. She's. Mm. You think you're the only one working? Mm. The husbands are out there, and there's women between 25 and 30 that are scouting for good men. Big time. Everywhere, and this is in Muslim countries, it's only crazier here. Yeah, They're looking for the good men. And the women there know they can do ta'adud. They know they can do polygamy. Yeah. So they're saying, I want to be your wife. I'll be your wife in secret. I love you so much. And she treats him in a way that his wife, she yes. couldn't even, even if she tried, she doesn't know how to do it. Yeah, That's how bad it is. One person was telling me, and let's conclude with this because yeah. we all need to get going. La ilaha illallah. I'm sorry. Yeah. This is such a crazy subject. <laughs> you know, he said, I went into haram. SubhanAllah. Because, and I just go, and this woman, all she wants is to be with me. She said, she massages my feet. She gives me a, she gives me a neck rub and a back rub. He's like, my wife doesn't even know what those, ter those terms mean. <laughs> he has two kids, Akhi, in a Muslim country. He no, travels no, no. every month. He meets with this girl for two, three days. Yeah, I'm not advocating this, and he's doing it in haram. May Allah forgive him, and may Allah make tawb, and inshallah he makes tawbah before he dies. Because yeah. if he does, he'll go to hellfire. Yeah. So I'm not belittling this, but I'm telling you some of the things and a lot of things could happen if the women are not doing their role and yeah. they're not doing their part. Don't expect it to be just kind of. It's like a business. Yeah. If you're the, there's something we learned in business. Check the pulse, keep it alive. If you're not checking the pulse of your business, you're not going to keep it alive. It's going to die and you're going to go out of business. If you're not checking the pulse of your husband and you're not seeing what's going on, and I say this to the women because women get way more attention right now and they yeah. have a lot more rights, yeah. you know, and they can harm the man. Yeah. The woman will hold her kids hostage. If you marry somebody else, I'll take away the kids. You'll never see them again. SubhanAllah. And when Sheikh said, yes, you will take the kids and you and Abu Lahab will be walking around with Pharaoh in hellfire. Go ahead, take all the kids. <laughs> Go ahead. You, you, you threaten your kids. You're not threatening your husband. Your husband can have other kids. He can marry somebody else many, many times over and have more kids mm -hmm. and your kids will be without a father. And you're going to be the one to blame when you grow older and they throw you in a nursing home and say, you took us away from our father. You deserve to be alone. You do this evil and that evil is going to come back to you. How are they going to know You taught them how to abuhum. What do you think is going to happen to you? I think we've 
and maybe if there's other questions that move, I think we need one third another, one to kind another of session another to break this one down uh, to close it down. Inshallah, yeah. ta'ala. If not, I think Subhanakallah, bihamdik, shadwallah, ilaha illa anta nastaghfiruka tubulaik. Yeah, I apologize for being lengthy, you guys. No, 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 no. Uh, it was amazing, Sheikh. Exactly. Inshallah, we'll see you guys uh, on the next uh, episode here. Uh, join us and give us your feedback. This was an intensive. More of like a, a training. The Sheikh gave us like a, a almost a two-hour step-by-step pre-marriage, after marriage, during marriage, on different topics that people, you know what I mean, people who are in relationships deal with. Jazakallah khairan, Sheikh. Surely, Allah was in depth and it was, it was really very, very beneficial. We ask Allah that it's for His sake. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala no. that it's taken in the proper way yes. that befits His majesty and that yeah. befits His deen yeah. and that we're not out to you know, belittle anyone. No, 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 no. Uh, he, the women have gone so, so far yeah. that we have we have to reach so far a little bit to the right yes. to pull things back into the middle. That's true. It, they've gone so far that we have to talk a little bit harsher than maybe we should because yes. all they're hearing is the music on the left that's telling them, you don't need a man, yes. you don't need a man. And the, and the kuffar, right. they don't care. They have their urges. They have their natural urges. They can yes. go rent a man. Yes. There's a service now called Rent a Man that Ajib. you can watch a movie with. Same thing as the escort service for Ajib. men. Women have this. It's 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 very prominent in Japan right now. Ajib. That you know that they do this and they rent a man for a movie or to, for no no sexual favors. Yeah. They pay a man to come and fix just for a man to give them attention to be around. That's how crazy it's going. In this, if we have more of this pandemic or something like it, yeah. a lot of women are going to find themselves alone yeah. and nobody cares about them. Ajib. As everybody's going to be nafsi, nafsi. SubhanAllah. A good Muslim man, he's not going to leave without his family. Yeah. SubhanAllah. It was just it was very, very beneficial. And really, we need more of this. Unfortunately, many young people don't have much of a training on this topic. Yes. for this uh, session here. Inshallah, we'll see you guys next time. Give us your feedback uh, and your comments down below. And inshallah, if you follow us on different platforms on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, give us all of your different ideas and give us, we always love to take your input. And we'll see you guys on the next episode.